This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. On 558am, online, on your smart speaker and on digital radio. This is Love Sport News. From the Sky News Centre at seven, one of the men charged alongside England cricketer Ben Stokes has been found not guilty of a fray. Earlier, the judge at Bristol Crown Court said there's no evidence Ryan Hell used unlawful violence. I'm happy, but I'm not going to talk about the case until it's over. Cheers, guys. You got any qualms with the police for charging you in the first place? No comment. What are you going to do now? Get some lunch. Stokes has been giving evidence over the incident last September and has told the jury he wasn't drunk. The all-rounder and another man deny a fray. An independent inquiry into child sex abuse has found monks at two Roman Catholic schools had a tell-them-nothing attitude. The extent of attacks at Ampleforth in North Yorkshire and Downside in Somerset is likely to be a lot greater than what's indicated by current convictions. A teenager from Oklahoma has been handed five life sentences for killing his parents and siblings. It's very unlikely Michael Beaver, who's 19, will ever be released. And McPartlin will not host I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here for the first time since the show started in 2002. The TV presenter has announced he'll be taking a break from his duties until next year. Thousands of people have lined the streets in Cardiff to celebrate Geraint Thomas winning the Tour de France. He's been honoured with a homecoming after becoming the first Welsh winner of the race. He says it's been quite a day. Oh yeah, it was, it was overwhelming. I was down at the Senate down the bay and there was like thousands of people there and I was just like... Wow, just like mind blowing, and thinking, oh, maybe everyone's just gone there. Nobody's going to be at the castle, but it's insane the amount of people that came out and uh, just to like congratulate me. And swimming superstar Adam Peaty has won a fourth gold medal at the European Championships in Glasgow. His latest has come as part of the victorious four by one hundred meters relay team. That's the latest. I'm Kieran Core. Known originally as the Glaziers, this club are far from fragile. They've been building their nest in Selhurst Park. And the Eagles are ready to swoop in and bring out the claws this season. It's the Crystal Palace Fan Show on Love Sport. With seven of the best for your chance to win a million pounds.
Glad all over. You just have to sing along. You just have to sing along. Good evening. It's Love Sport. Three minutes past seven across the capital on this rainy Thursday evening. Mate, golf balls driving down the M4 tonight. Absolutely right. Golf balls. Bam, bam, bam. Just trying to catch you up. Didn't quite make it. Oh, were you behind me? Yeah, yeah. Well, I reckon about probably five, ten minutes, knowing your usual arrival times. I wasn't that far No, I was, I, I was in early today. I was oh, here yeah. about 20 past six. Yeah, I wasn't that far off. Uh, I stopped at the stopped at Heston though, you know. Why'd you stop at Heston for? You gotta stop at Heston. No. My nan lives like thirty seconds from Heston, so I just got my nan's. Yeah, but they got Burger King, right? What I could tell you a great I can't just go to I can't just go to your nan's. To be fair, my nan one of my nan's mates works in Greg's and she pilfers all the stuff at the end of the day and brings it round. It's brilliant. It really is. You get to actually heat it up so it's hot. I stick it in the oven. Yeah, I was gonna say you never get that in Greg's. No, I stick it in the oven. They take out the ovens, they go, wait. Wait, it's not lukewarm yet. You can't have it. It's Greg's, but it's better than Greg's what I get at home. Literally, my my nan had had a knee operation and uh Someone rings the doorbell and I was like, oh, go and answer the door. I'm like, cool, fine. So I answer the door. So his mum just looks at me and goes, are you Aaron? I'm like, yeah. Just hands me this bag. She goes, how's your name? I'm like, cool, yeah. She just turns around and walks <laughs> off. I'm just like, right, look at it. There's four sausage rolls. I was like, result! Mate, that's when you know you've made it. Do you know what her name is? Cool. Greg's auntie. <laughs> <laughs> what a lovely coincidence. It is. I might even get my mum to phone in just to tell us about Greg's auntie. And, you know, I, I'd have rather that once. It wasn't very nice. Uh, good evening, Hambo. Good evening, Aaron. How the devil are you, mate? Yeah, very well, mate. After um, sitting up, I mean, I've been up since about 8 o'clock this morning. I've watched the Mourinho press conference while eating Cheerios. I've, I've, um, <laughs> he could do with some Cheerios, couldn't he? He could do some Cheerios. He could do with Cheerios. He could do with a lot of things. He could do with Shivas Regal, which is our new commercial whiskey partner. Oh, that's quite exciting, isn't yeah. it? Was that announced today? It was announced yesterday. Oh, okay. <laughs> Can you, if it was announced today, the fans would have rioted. <laughs> just say, 5 p.m. comes along and they announced You, you would have yeah. just had a load of, you know, manks that had been drunk on the samples running through a whole load of middle eastern and far eastern tourists on on you know the stadium tour going bang where the glazers where's woodward <laughs> um yeah it's it's been an interesting day on the transfer front plenty of deals have been done plenty for us to talk about this evening good evening dr good evening all right fam yeah i'm all right i've just had a headache all day like you had a headache all day? huh yeah i watched your um your funny little video conference video <laughs> <laughs> video conference yeah, what was that on back of the nest oh that one yeah, yeah. it was yeah it's a bit weird why it's just a bit weird seeing you on a screen like that you know just a bit weird yeah it's a bit yeah. weird for me as well I've never watched it <laughs> I'm never going to watch it again. I wouldn't yeah um, yeah <laughs> good, e- good evening gents um, Palace not really uh, oh come on can I just say by the way mm. happy birthday Royston oh yeah happy birthday Roy Hodgson <laughs> He shares a birthday with who was it? Terence from oh, yeah. Back of the Nest as well. Great name. Yep. Yeah. Great name because he was raised proper. Exactly right. But uh, yeah, great. Great. You know, se- uh, seventy-one, isn't it, Roy? Today. I'm not too sure. Seventy-one <laughs> years old. What a man. Genuinely, yeah. what a man. And he's. I'm, I bet he's got all his hips and all that intact. Uh, oh, hips, yeah. knee replacements, shoulders. You name it. All, all, all intact. See, no, no robot parts on Roy. Mm. I'm just, I'm just gutted. You know, if only if we had Roy like, twenty years ago or something like that. How many years is it going to continue when to he, manage? When he, when he, when he about relegated Blackburn. <laughs> Yeah, that, yeah. Was, that wasn't so good. <laughs> when he, he was he, actually given a pot of money. No, 20 years younger, let me just say that. Yeah, I know 20 know, years younger, yeah. He'll probably still look the same. I wonder how long he's going to go on for, like, managing. That's a bit harsh. I can eat, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. but you're 71, come on. He's, like, the oldest manager in the Premier League. He's Surely but, you're not going to go on for, like, 10 more years, 8 to 81. He's got that air about him, you know. It's a little bit like the Queen Mum. Yeah, before, bless her. Again, what, probably before what's the record? Time. What's the record for the oldest manager in the Premier League ever? 
Uh, it must be Swalix. So Bobby Charlton. Uh, Bobby Robson, you mean? Bobby Robson. Bobby yeah, Robson, yeah, yeah. Bobby it's just, that's right. It's United, United obsessed. It's Sorry. understandable you <laughs> say that. Don't worry. Bobby uh, Robson, but, what but a man. I think he was seven. What must have been seventy three? He was in his seventies. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be between Bobby Robson and Alex Ferguson. Yeah, yeah. And he tried to retire, didn't he? Fergie tried to retire in two thousand and two. Sven Goran Eriksson, poor guy, got the job. <laughs> and then he decided to do a U-turn because yeah. he hadn't won the Champions League at Hampden Park. Even brilliant. Um, right, breaking transfer news. Fulham have signed Luciano Vieto on loan. Atletico Madrid striker on loan uh, until the end of the season. They've also yeah. signed Sergio Rica on loan from Sevilla. And they've signed Joe Bryan from Bristol City. Not a bad little... They have gone insane, haven't they? Absolutely nuts. So, I mean, the, the quality's up, right? It's very reminiscent of when we got promoted uh, to the Premier League, obviously last time around, six years ago, when uh, Ian Holloway and the and the board went a little bit insane. What kind of signings are you players. making that, Elliot Well, Grondon? there was Grant then. It was Florian Morange, Florian who... Sounds like a dessert. It does. And yeah. probably, we, if we had played a dessert at left-back, it would have been better. We signed him on the strength of him appearing on a database, being a pacey, English-speaking uh, left fullback, And we signed a slow, ponderous, uh, non-English-speaking French centre-back. Don't always believe what a football manager does. Who was the other one that he signed? That He had a Blackpool. Uh, I'm talking about... Defender. Oh... Yeah, ha- um, Sylvester. Jack- no, 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 no. It's uh, he went, he went to Huddersfield after I think or something like that. Oh, we, um, I don't know. Not it's Jack not- Hunt. You're thinking, yeah, Jack. Of, Hunt, no, it wasn't yeah. him. Oh, well, he, he we we signed so many players, just so so many players. But the difference is Fulham assigning a bit of quality. <laughs> I mean, they just remind you of you know like a a kid when they get their first job and their first paycheck, just going bam, 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 yeah. bam. And then they're left with nothing. Yeah, it'd take a while for them to settle. I imagine but, we'll talk about that later. But what about Cardiff? I don't, like I know Wolves gone crazy, but I don't think Cardiff's gone that crazy. Have they? No, they're, they're. I don't think they're really investing. So that's a bit of a risk. But so, yeah, yeah. But, see what happens with them. Yeah, so I'm just stifling a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down, Chris. Pet- Calm down. Pet- <laughs> gas there from uh, Hamburg. But yeah, Fulham have signed Luciano Vieto from Atletico Madrid. West Ham have signed Lucas Perez from Arsenal. That one announced this morning. Chelsea signing Matteo Kovacic on loan from Real Madrid. Uh, Leicester City have uh, have signed Philip Benekovic from Dynamo Zagreb. That's on a, uh, a permanent deal. Everton have signed three. Unreal, unreal stuff going on there. Um, Palace, how many did you sign today? Uh, I don't know if it's confirmed yet, but it, it, is it, it is. Jordan? Are you? Yeah, it's definitely confirmed. Okay. Jordan, his brother, his brother confirmed it. Ah, okay, well, his there, brother yeah. confirmed yeah, it, Andrew, not his dad. <laughs> Andrew confirmed on Twitter, but it's in a picture of him in a Palace shirt. So Tell us, what, what, what do you reckon of that one? What are the terms of the deal as well? Um, I'm not. I've, this it's been mixed. Some people saying permanent. Some people saying on lo- on loan for the season. I'm not too sure, but well, apparently, yeah, a loan with an option to buy. Yeah, in January or something yeah. like that is is a weird one. But yeah, I'm I'm happy with him. Um, we had a poll yesterday on social media, and between Bolasi, because we've been linked with Bolasi and Ayu, and it's pretty tight. But Ayu won, and I think you know some fans are disappointed due to. 
I was leaving Swansea. Do- uh, Dominic Fifield, a journalist who's been on the station plenty of times, has uh, tweeted, Jordan I will be confirmed by CPFC very soon. Deal is done. So we're just waiting for the uh, the smoke from the... We're just waiting for, for the smoke and then we will know that, uh, that Jordan I is confirmed. We won't know the terms of the deal yet. Some people saying it's a loan, some people saying it's permanent. Uh, a lot of people concerned about his relegation record. We'll talk about that next. It's 12, 11 minutes past 7 o'clock this Thursday evening it's transfer deadline day we're going to look over loads of the big transfers that have happened and that haven't happened I'm here with the chaps from back of the nest talking all things palace until nine with all of the women coming out of the woodwork one would think I was like Bill Clinton wrong love sport I work for a spokesman said.com we can help you save money on your home insurance all you need to do is visit a spokesman said.com and find out if we can find you a better deal the love sport fan shows I think FFP could be a blessing in disguise in some respects because it was probably the only thing that would get the owners to get their house in order and realise this is not a game anymore. We can't afford 60 million losses. Weekdays and Sunday from 7pm. Lego, the strongest brand in the UK. I think I'm going to have to build my wall with Lego now. 558am. Love sports. Yeah, last ball radio at 12 minutes past seven across the capital. Um, yeah, Jordan, are you? Interesting relegation record. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's had the chance to uh, properly scan over it and, and look into it. And, yeah, and I had, a, had a little glimpse. Uh, I think yeah. DR put a tweet together as well. Yeah, yeah I mean, I look, <laughs> I, I, I'll say this. When we signed Scott Dan from Blackburn, which was one of our best ever signings, we had the exact same thing. People were like, oh, he just relegates teams. And to be fair, he did. So, I'm not sure I, I, I buy into that. I mean, I look at the player that we've signed as one who's scored a couple of blinding goals against Palace. So it's always good to, you know, to buy that to buy him. So no one else has got him to score goals against us that are out this world. So, um, but I think people have, I don't know, people are split between overexcited, which I don't really get, and also, you know, massively underwhelmed, which I also don't get. You know, I'm very much in the middle where I think. He's, he's an option you know if we've got Townsend or you know Zaha or Schlupp injured or something like that you know and we've got an option we need an option out wide or an option up front you know he's there for us but he, I don't think he's going to be starting every game uh, it just strengthens the squad it's a, it's a Bakary Sacco replacement and you know Sacco made a, a good impact on the squad last year uh, was top scorer for a while and we just needed someone to fill that void although not literally because it was a very big physical void <laughs> where, where has Sacco gone? Nowhere. He's a free huh? agent, I think. Oh, some people were suggesting that on deadline day, if we don't sign her, you might go for Sacco again. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. But, I, know, I was never a fan of his. Though. No, well, we we had to convert him to a striker because of the bulk he put on. Um, wasn't really a, a winger anymore, and you know he he put the, put the ball in the net when Benteke wasn't. So what, was it was he was he from the Neil Shipley school of finishing? Yeah, you know, you know it's one of those where you know as soon as he stops playing he's going to be the size of a house, you know. But I got a lot got a lot of time for him because because of what he did last season. He became a bit of a fan's favorite, you know, from from being a player we kind of ridiculed and I think we we've always talked about it on our show, you know, you've got a league one footballer with a world class left foot and it kind of evens out to a to a championship level player really um, and a championship level player can be effective in the Premier League in, in short sort of bursts if you like and, 
when he joined us we saw um, we saw him have a good spell uh, scored a couple of goals in key games I think one when we beat Chelsea where he played an absolute blinder then completely went off form got injured for about a year and a half and then last season came back and scored some key goals I don't think we'd have stayed up without him yeah um, Saka yeah it, the, the most disappointing thing about Saka is that as soon as he started you know banging in goals and started getting on form he, we lost him and that's the, I think that's that's the most disappointing factor but I'm happy with Jordan now he has Premier League experiences apart from you know the only dodgy thing is the relegation uh, result <laughs> record but yeah we've we've broke so many records in the past I'm not worried about that FA Cup final um, you know we lost that we didn't get relegated Scott down record if you were if he got the list, Darren, because it is an impressive list, wasn't it? it was yeah, like so he was at Social yeah. on... Uh, is it Social? Yeah, that social. sounds about right. How so- do you pronounce this one? Uh, social, <laughs> he uh, he got relegated by them. He, he Well, with them. He got relegated when he was at Lorient as well. Lorient. 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 Uh, did two seasons, a two-year stint. Uh, a two stretch because <laughs> <laughs> that's what it was it was like prison yeah, really. but then uh, he did a two stretch there um, got relegated with them and they went to Swansea finished the job at Swansea yeah on a part exchange with Neil Taylor wow. five million pound and yeah well it's time to break that record at Palace <laughs> yeah, yeah. well I mean you know he does come from a football family you, of course you know about his dad it's uh, B.D. Pelle. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. That is the one. Uh, his uncle Kwame was also a, a fine footballer, played uh, in Italy, played in China, played in Portugal for the likes of Sporting uh, sport in Lisbon. Uh, you know, obviously he's got his, his brother Andre as well. Ibrahim Ayu is also a footballer. Um, hasn't quite hit the heights of some of his, his, his brothers. Other Played in, uh, for Zamalek in Egypt and uh, Asante Kotoko. Um, but easy for you to say. Um, yeah, uh, whose nickname is the Porcupine Warriors? Yeah, I do know. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they're based in Ghana. Yeah, the Porcupine Warriors. Um, but yeah, no, he comes from. He does come from a, a, a proper footballing I'm, heritage. He knows what he's doing. I'm going to show my age here. I'm going to go a little bit Nick Gillard as well. Nick Gussett, sorry, Nick Gussett. <laughs> and um, I can remember when, as a kid watching Trans World Sport, which is where you used to see African football. And when it was when I was very very young. And I, I didn't. I knew, I'd heard about Pele, and I saw a Bide Pele, and I just assumed that they were the same person. Yeah, for quite a long time. Um, I'm not saying how old I was when I discovered that that wasn't the case, but <laughs> older than I should have been. <laughs> he's quite. He's quite the legend, though, isn't he? He really is. Yeah, I mean, he's African Footballer of the Year. Uh, well, at least a couple of times, I think. Um, I mean, literally, some of the individual um, awards that is, you know, Abedi Pele has won. FIFA, he's in the FIFA 100, African Football of the Year, 91, 92, 93. FIFA World Player of the Year, uh, he came ninth. And he was a nomination in 1991. African Player of the Century, Top 30 African Footballers of the last 50 years, African Footballer of the Year, FIFA All-Star Forward, uh, African Cup of Nations Player of the Tournament, Golden Ball Winner, BBC African Football of the Year, African Cup of Nations Appearances five times. <laughs> Ghana Swag Best Colts Young Player Award in 1978. Most capped Ghana player of all time. 73 international caps, 33 goals. Ghana Footballer of the Year. Golden Foot Legends Award. Um, yeah. He's, he's even got like an actual honour. Like a, like a, a state honour. Well, there you uh, go. In, that's, in Ghana. That's, that's Order of the Volta. 
Oh, obviously, you got to be older and evolved, haven't you? Yeah, but of course, he's done nothing. The real question is, has he done it in a cold, rainy night at Stoke? <laughs> more than likely not. More than likely not. But yeah, there you go. Palace are uh, Palace are, uh, have looked like they've picked up. Are you? Hopefully, we'll have a confirmation for you as the evening progresses. Looking around at some of the other teams, who who are you looking at and thinking, yeah? Not bad. You, you can't. Obviously, we talked about it already. You can't help but look at Fulham and think, "What on earth is going on there?" In terms of the amount of players that they're signing, um, and obviously on the flip side of that, you look at look at your boys, Man United. Think, "What on earth is going on there?" <laughs> as well. Um, I think the the whole Chelsea thing about how that's it, you know, the, the the keeper situation, how that sort of unfolded so quickly. I mean, obviously, Courtois. Had, Never really suggested he was happy living living in this country and playing at Chelsea. Really, um, but I know for, the absolute hovel that Knightsbridge is. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. that's terrible for him. Bless, but uh, to see him go to Real Madrid and then Chelsea out of nowhere to break the world record for a, for a keeper, um, or is it, is it Keba or something like that? A keeper I, called Keeper. Yeah, I I just I mean I'll be honest. My, you know, my Spanish football knowledge is pretty low, and I, I don't know the guy. And for the world record for a goalkeeper to be a player I've never heard of, it's quite quite bad. So I have to probably start watching a bit more Spanish football. DR yeah. Wolves. It has to be Wolves. Like if I was the Wolves chairman and manager, I wouldn't expect to survive this season. I'll manage, you know, push on except for survival. They've got quality players. They've got Don Decker. They've got uh, Toro. A who else? They bought. I think did they buy Sam Klukas? No, no. Sam Klukas has joined uh, Stoke City. Oh, has he? Yeah. Right, um, they had a exactly. deal to bring in Zinchenko yeah, from Manchester right. City. That 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 fell through um, uh, right at the last minute. They've, yeah, Ruben. You know they got Ruben Neves. Who they, buy, uh, they bought Real Patricio. Yeah. You know they got quality players. They should say. Did you say Jamatino? No. Oh no, I didn't say that exactly. Yeah, yeah they, they, they got five million, didn't they? That team should not go down. It should, you know, push. I'm, I'm, I might be pushing it here myself, but it should, the, the team should push for a top ten finish. Yeah. No, look at I the quality. Get top 10. Look at the quality in their team. That team should not even be in oh, contention. How many of those have you seen play? I, yeah, I know what you mean. You're probably you're probably going to end up right, but it's it, but it's like Fulham as well. They've got so many signings. It, it's so it's, it's a lot of changes. Yeah, it would it's, be. You know, I think they're. Pro- it's one of one of the. I think both those teams, both Fulham and Wolves, will be stronger second half of the season than they will be at the start. I genuinely think that. I think that they'll. You know, we're, well, whilst you look at Cardiff and think they might carry on a bit of momentum and then get worse, I think I think that the flip side will be true for Fulham and Wolves. They'll, they'll lost a bit of momentum and spirit through all these changes, but mm. as it sort of gels and comes together, they'll get stronger. Well, I mean, the big chat coming out of Fulham is the fact that they've signed two goalkeepers <laughs> and they've still got the goalkeeper that played from last season, Marcus Bettinelli, still lurking around there. Uh, and they've signed one on loan, Sergio Rico, and they've signed another one, Fabri. From uh, yeah. from Turkey, and it's like okay, cool. You you just got to wonder what he's 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 thinking right now. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's the same for Burnley. They, they've got Joe Hart. They've got five senior goalkeepers. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they decided to collect it's the England keepers, haven't they? They're like right. <laughs> what to be to be fair? He thinks he's doing Panini stickers. He does. He? <laughs> he's still he's still working on his World Cup England page, and he's did get all the keepers, so he's doing it in real life. <laughs> They're of course playing tonight. By the way, uh, Burnley. If anyone uh, has forgotten, there is some football going on. Joe uh, Hart has started. He's wearing squad number twenty. They're playing Istanbul. Basakir. Who? 
Başakşehir. There you go. <laughs> uh, it's currently nil nil in Istanbul <laughs> at the moment. Joe Hart starts for um, for Burnley. But yeah, five senior goalkeepers, including uh, Tom Heaton, Nick Pope, uh, Joe Hart now as well, Anders Lindegaard formerly of Manchester United, and Adam Legsins, who uh, is 31, who they signed <laughs> from uh, Birmingham City. Wow. That's, that's too many keepers. I think it'll be hilarious if they have like an injury crisis in goal and all five of them get injured. And then they get another one in emergency yeah. loan. How many of those do they have to name in the squad? What do you mean? Well, because you know your, your oh, yeah. squad are 25. If, you, if your player's over 21 you're and they're fit and able to play, you have to name them in your 25. Are they going to have five keepers in their 25? I, I have no idea. <laughs> wow. wow. But the ironic thing is they just gave Lindegaard a new two-year deal as well. <laughs> <laughs> I just wonder what... Do you, do you think like his brain's short-circuited? Who, Sean Dyche? Yeah. Do you think he's like, <laughs> it's like, I've got to get keepers. I've got to get I, keepers. I just wonder what... Uh, genuinely, everyone's just looking going, are you sure, mate? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like, Nick Pope and, and, and Heaton are probably back, you know, in about a week or so. But yeah. no, 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 we'll go and sign another. We'll go and sign Joe Hart. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Genius, absolutely. He's thinking about a new formation. No, no. Well, they, he's looking for the Manuel Neuer. You know where the key yeah. was playing left back. Yep, yep. He's looking for that. Seven twenty-three. It's love sport. I don't approve of political jokes because I've seen far too many of them get elected. Call us on 0208 70 20 558. And don't worry, we won't harvest your data. Love Sport. The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict 7 to net a million. This is Lionel, another very happy person who saved themselves money at a spokesmansaid.com. I'm Lionel from Peacehaven. I took note of what the spokesman said and I saved £484 per year on my energy. I found a spokesman said was so easy to follow and it saved me £484 on my energy and I would recommend everybody does the same. A spokesmansaid.com, getting real people, real savings. Compare home energy quotes from the UK's biggest suppliers to find out if you can save money. Compare, switch and save with a spokesmansaid.com. Fighting for you, saving you money. 7bestbets.com If you are looking for good odds with a simple-to-use app, visit 7bestbets.com. As a new customer, you will receive great welcome offers. We cover all sports, as well as an online casino and full range of virtual sports. If that's not enough, regular customers benefit from loyalty bonuses too. 7bestbets.com Please gamble responsibly. Visit GamblerWare for more details. It's the debate that will rage on for years and years. Who would make the England Test Team's greatest Test eleven On Thursday, 27th of September, at the London Hilton on Park Lane, join Andrew Strauss, Mike Atherton, Henry Blofeld and Mark Nicholas as they lead everyone through a lively debate and discussion. The evening will be hosted by Chris Cowdery and will include the chance for you to have your say on who will make the legendary England Test eleven. For more information, visit lordtaverners.org forward slash events to find out more. Essex's largest window Doors and Conservatory retailer SEHBAC are looking to recruit experienced installers following further expansion of the business. Based in Essex, we can guarantee you full-time work at competitive rates of pay. SEHBAC for your windows, doors and conservatories. SEHBAC 0800 travel 6 travel 4 0800 travel 6 travel 4 For more details, visit sehbac.com careers. 
Millwall, tremendous. I'm a big fan of Walls. Many people are saying Walls is what it's all about. Love Sport, 558 AM. The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Play your way to £1 million. Yeah, it's Love Sport Radio. Good evening. Taking a look at some of the other transfers. Wolves decided Leander Dendonka from in- Anderlecht on initial season-long loan with a view to purchase uh, elsewhere. And uh, Newcastle United son Federico Fernandez from Swansea City. That one on a two-year deal. Uh, Leicester son defender Kaglar Soyungu from Freiburg on a five-year deal. Subject to him getting a work permit. Yeah. Plenty of big deals yeah. happening around us. Are you happy that you know Palace got their you know bits and pieces done early? Of course, this time last week we were sitting there waiting for the Max Meyer news, and we got it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, absolutely de- delighted the way we've done our business. Uh, what I think was really important as well is we kind of seemed to keep our heads when it was quiet and not a lot seemed to be happening. Uh, I think it was important that you could tell some fans weren't really watching the team at that point and they were getting really worked up about it. But though, I think the, the fans that were going to pre-season games, checking out the team, looking how we were playing, were kind of reminded that actually we've got a pretty good squad as it is. Uh, a couple of players last season underperformed and you get them performing when we were a very good team. Um, and a couple of players back from injury. So, you know, and Scott Dan's the only long-term one that's that's not played and he's he's on his way back as well. So... Just such a such a strong team, and I'm delighted that we've added to it with quality. I think that's unfair, though, Chris. Look, we had a strong starting eleven, but not a strong team. Like we needed more play. If we didn't get Kuyate, Max Meyer, Jordan Ayew, and possibly Vicente, you know, th- we've got a weak squad. Well, but now we've got strong. Now we've got a strong team. We didn't have a strong team. We had a strong starting eleven. No, no. I, I mean, I, I again, I, I understand what you're saying, but. We, we were always going to make signings, right? Yeah, that was always going to happen. You, you know what I mean? It's not... I, just, I think people felt that there was a crisis because we had... I mean, first of all, we'd already done one signing and everyone just forgot about it because it was inconvenient to their to their argument. You know, we'd signed a very, very good goalkeeper from Spain on a, on a free transfer. Yeah. But, the, but what I'm getting at is I'm, I'm, not, I'm not having a dig at everyone. I'm just saying that there were, there were a percentage of people who were saying we should be spending 25, 30 million again on players. And you just wanted to grab them and sort of shake them about <laughs> a bit and just go, we're still paying off the 25 million we spent on Benteke and the 25 million we spent on Sacco. We cannot justify those sorts of fees anymore. Um, but you look at the business we've done for the money that we've done, and it's it, this is better, isn't it? Yeah, it is, it is probably... Some people are saying it's our best. Uh, this is our best squad ever. Do you agree with that? You know, proofs proofs in the results, isn't it? It's potentially is, yeah. It's, I mean, we're we're in our seventh year as a Premier League club, which is by far the longest we've ever had. Um, and if I look at what we've got, it, my expectation is that yeah. we'll that we have a better squad than it. if people perform to the expectations I have. That we are, yeah, we're an improvement on last year. Yeah, I have to agree with you there. Thanks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean let, let's be fair we went into the actual summer looking at the squad going yeah no money and that's that was like the highlight of our conversations yeah, pretty much no money no money no money but they've managed to pull it out of the bag they've brought in Kiyate for what 10 yeah, 10 enough, 11 10, million yeah. pounds uh, and Max Ma, of course comes on a free but granted there are wage implications with him you know he, he's not a cheap young man yeah and signing on fees as well that go directly to the player so again a free, you know there's no such thing as a free transfer is there so um, the money's still been spent, and I do believe that that 
at some point during the window there's been a discussion with the owners where they've where they've again had to kind of perhaps dig into their own pockets i wouldn't be surprised when we see the accounts come through in a couple of years mm. you know if, if at least one if not more of the directors have, have again invested money in the squad um but you know they've they've done their job in my view and even if we hadn't signed iu today i still think they'd have done their job i think iu is kind of the cherry on top of a very good transfer window cake yeah, he is indeed taking a look at some other Premier League news and this one's just coming through and Watford have announced the signing of Domingos Quina from West Ham United. Of course, someone that yeah. Barcelona were tracking for a long, long time but Watford have managed to uh, steal that. One million. One million. Uh, that's nothing. That's that's a free transfer, man. <laughs> it's, that's crazy for a guy who yeah, has some massive potential. Strange one, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. It's club, it? Transfer window is so weird. Like, the big clubs... Like Tottenham and United, um, well, towards the end, anyways, they haven't really got all the all the big players, and it's mainly the small clubs that have been promoted and they have taken over the transfer window. Well, I think a lot of people are commenting, particularly they were saying this around the time we signed signed Max Meyer, weren't they? That so much, I keep saying Meyer, it's Mayer, um, <laughs> but so much uh, has changed with the way with the way the transfer window works, particularly in the Premier League, that clubs you consider small clubs are able to make very very good potentially even top class signings because there's only so much space at at the big clubs and these players want to play there's no point you know there's no point Max uh, Mayer turning up to play in the Premier League at a club that weren't going to give him you know a a place in the team every week so that's where we we have that strength and uh, it's been good to see but you just think you know, you go. I'm going into this season. I did the table predictor today. Obviously, mm. Palace were top and, and Brighton were twentieth. <laughs> right, but the rest of it, I did. I did seriously. I, I still think I'm right. Actually, I still think Brighton will be bottom and Palace will actually win the league. But just ignore that. We know you've had issues, past few days, sinus yeah, issues. So. Yeah, exactly. And I, I, listen, and I, I can't, I can't let it go that I'm convinced Palace will win every game until it doesn't happen. You know. <laughs> um, Don't jinx it. What should we go down now? I'm gonna have to. <laughs> you're gonna have Don't to. Don't say that. No, no. But it's gonna jinx it. You say Palace is gonna win the league, and what are we struggling? It's gonna it? jinx. It was you just then. How? You said you said the words, the two words you're not allowed to say. <sighs> anyway, well, right. Like that, we won't back go to original point. Back, back to my <laughs> original point. Um, I I had a real tough time with it, thinking about who was. I, I mean, I I picked Cardiff, hmm. Huddersfield as my kind of nailed on relegation certainties with Brighton um, and then I started kind of building up from the bottom thinking well actually no I can't put Fulham down there oh, actually no I can't Southampton have actually done alright but they've lost Tadic so I think apparently I apparently D- uh, Danny Ings is on his way there yeah yeah, yeah I've that seen, that, seen that happen quite late but you know I think they're, they're a weakening team so I put them quite low but then I started to really struggle to actually think who I just think it's going to be a fascinating season. I, I do think a couple of teams might get cut adrift early on. But I don't think we're going to see City run away with it this year. I think we're going to see where people thought, you know, Leicester was a one-off and they thought Burnley were overachieving last year. I think we're just going to see more and more of that in the Premier League. I think that the quality in all the teams is going up. And I'm just hopeful that we become a big part of that. Yeah. Um, going looking into like the relegation battle was so hard to pick. Um, I think Car- the first team that comes to my head is Cardiff. Definitely, I just don't think they've done enough business and got quality. But um, 
I, I'm not too sure after that. And as you said, the smaller clubs are able to spend and get the quality plays, and so it's going to be it's going to be an interesting Premier League season. It really, really is. Seven thirty-four soft sport. I wish I could expel Russian diplomats as well as I expel gas. The odds with seven best bets. Please gamble responsibly. Hi, it's Liam from 7bestbets.com. The championship is well and truly underway, and we're going to take a look at the premiership. Man United to beat Leicester, Spurs to win away at Newcastle, Chelsea to beat Huddersfield, and Liverpool to beat the Hammers. £10 returns you £60.91p. Those are the odds with 7bestbets.com. The odds with seven best bets. Please gamble responsibly. The Love Sport Fan Shows. The ambition is to improve. So that to improve on last year is to have a consistent team. These young boys get 30 games under their belt. They go to tough places away. And they grow in character and they start turning their heads of Premier League scouts. And then you start turning that balance sheet the right way. And that is where they've they've gone now. And you can kind of see them doing that. With... So are, we, are we looking at the Brentford model then? No, no the Brentford model is so unique. I don't think any club's looking at that way I mean we've still got an academy um, they've got a ground a lot closer to being well started to be built than us but to be sustainable and financially viable is a model that a lot of clubs should adapt weekdays and Sunday from 7pm 7.35 across the capital uh, it's Love Sport Red of course we've got some Premier League fixtures to look forward to we'll be looking at 7.0TB uh, a little bit like, how'd you get on your first week uh, I went to fill it in but arrogantly, because I was thinking Premier League, I forgot to fill in in time. I was like, oh, Premier League doesn't start. So we'll let you off that one. Yeah. yeah but, but this week, can't wait. Well, we'll uh, do it. We'll, we'll do it live on air, won't we? Yeah, how about that? <laughs> uh, did, you, did you manage to get it done? No. No, you be, you be Sorry, no. Nah, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'll do it I'll do it on air as well. Kebabs and other bits and pieces. Oh, uh, yeah. So I got 17 <laughs> points. You could get 17 points as well. Just sign up at seven of the best dot. Very, very easy indeed. Uh, yeah, so we're just getting those pictures of Domingos Quina in his Watford shirt. It's it's a Palace show tonight, but we're also looking at transfers that are having an, uh, an effect on the league. We're looking at possibly, I'd say, the most competitive Premier League in years. Where, where, you know, let's be fair, City have brought in one. City have brought in one? They've got Mahrez. Who else? We had Mahrez, and he wanted a midfielder. He didn't get a midfielder. I'm pretty sure they've got another one. From Melbourne City or something like that, so it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not one of the significant yeah, yeah. ones, yeah, but yeah. Play, mate. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know they've brought in one. United have brought in you know one if you like with 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 Fred. Dallow won't really play. Neither will Lee Grant unless David de Gea breaks his face. <laughs> um, Chelsea, you know, it hasn't been amazing for them. Uh, Arsenal have bought at a, a level which is not elite level. Spurs, oh wow. I mean, absolutely incredible. We're going to be in from Ricky Sachs this evening, about 9 o'clock this evening. Um, uh, you know, about Spurs and, and their transfer policy, about what Pochettino meant earlier in, in the season when he talked about Spurs needing to be brave. I mean, is this the season where we see the top four actually just wide open because I can't pick a top four no it's really tough and, and you know Tottenham are the, are the team to pick out at the moment aren't they because of what little business that they have done um, again strong team you know DR's a secret Spurs fan as well oh, so he'll, he'll know better than I am is he really stop it it goes on uh, all the time you know what oh come on. where's the evidence where's, where's the, the evidence, evidence? Yeah. go on Chris <laughs> go on show me where's the evidence your voice is getting scarily high yeah it really has yeah I think that's, that's the evidence right there <laughs> but anyway apart from him being a secret Spurs fan um, I think 
you know, listen, especially you watch what all their fans have been saying on social media, listen to the comments being made. You know, they're they're worried because I think it's it's very true in the Premier League that if you don't act, if you sort of try, if you stand still, there is well, standing still is going backwards in the Premier League, isn't it? Because everyone else, everyone else pushes and pushes and pushes to get better. So if you think, well, I'm happy with what you got, you will start the season behind everybody else. Yeah, I'm so. I'm I'm just disappointed for Pochettino. You know, he's a great manager. Yeah, I'm sure, he's, sure you will be, yeah. <laughs> he's a great manager, and he's done like so. Tottenham used to be, I don't know. I'll say they were they were a top six club, but they weren't really pushing for like Champions League position until Pochettino came in, and he's done. He's they've got a really young team with quality players, but it's just so harsh on him because you want to ideally build on that team. As you said, if you don't buy players, then you're going to just fall back in the Premier League, and um, I won't. Then again, I won't be surprised if Tottenham win it because you never know. <laughs> Premier League is that type of thing. Um, you know, you won't sign any players, but then they're going to win. I it's think something the, ridiculous like that. I won't be surprised. Yeah, I think the biggest danger for them is is the sort of the attitude of the current squad which all the while Pochettino's doing his job as well as he is he's kept a spirit he's kept a togetherness even when you know the situation with Danny Rose where it all started to turn a little bit poisonous he's kind of helped manage them through that but with their wage structure and, and their inability to kind of invest in the squad I think the ambitions of players you know take Harry Kane will he want to just is he going to be a one-club man? Is he going to spend his no, career at Tottenham? I, I, I mean, look, I personally think that this is the season where it may just all unravel for Spurs. I can see, you know, Pochettino at the end of the season leaving. Effectively, you know, he's been given the bullets by, by Daniel Levy and said, go on, mate, go for it. <laughs> go for it. I dare you. And it's just a case of how the season goes, seeing how it goes and, and coming out the back end of it and going, right, we're, we're, we're still afloat and we're still going and we're still challenging or no, we've completely tailed away because look, they always are one or two players away Spurs, aren't they? Yeah, yeah at the very least. I think, I mean, I, I love it when we beat Spurs. I really do. It's one of my favourite things. And I, and I look at this season as a, Opportunity to you know to get to get six points off them. They've they've still got a quality team though. You can't take that away. I know they haven't signed anyone, but you look at their team. That team can still win the Premier League. What do you disagree? You don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. I yeah, do I disagree. Yeah. Okay, wait, go on. Their their teams better out there. Who? Man City. All right. Liverpool. But I'm not saying they were going. But that team's and that hurts me to say that. But but doesn't that team like you look at Tottenham's team? Don't you think they can win the Premier League? They can. Do they have the depth to do it? What's it it's what it takes. But they've pushed. They've just they've pushed for it. You know they finished second before with the, with with that with that team. So that was, we'll see. You know I don't spend my life talking about Spurs. But, <laughs> exactly. but you know what I mean. It's like I think I think that they could find themselves. I, I, I reckon. Well, I can see them having to do a lot of business in January. Put it that way. What's your top four? I haven't decided yet. Well, it's obviously Palace. Palace, Palace first. <laughs> I think it will go Palace City. <laughs> Uh, I think Palace City, Liverpool, um, and I can't make my mind up between Chelsea what's, and United. What's yours, Aaron? Palace. <laughs> <laughs> no, all right. You've, come on. Palace, City, Liverpool, and just someone else. It won't be mine. <laughs> Do you know what? Then, then again, there was an interesting article today. Alan Shearer turning around, going, "Oh, everyone should be, you know, actually really worried." about Man United. Have you seen the state of our manager, pal? Have you seen the state of that? He looks as if his wife has just left him and taken 
every, <laughs> not just everything. She's emptied the cupboards. You know, she's there's no food in the house. She's taken the taps off the sinks. You name it, she's done the lot. It's like she's done all that, and then he's woken up and he's gone. Oh. At least I can go to work. And then he's put his feet in his shoes and there were drawing pins in there. And that's it. Then he's had to go straight out in front of the press. I thought he was just stepped on a plug. <laughs> oh, <don't. laughs> Is there anything worse than that? <laughs> can, I, can I take a little diversion? Go on. So I went, I went to Leeds today, uh, this week for, yeah. for work, right? And what I discovered, so I was in a... Oh, I won't bore people with the detail, but I was in a meeting where there was a... Uh, so we say a, a sort of managing director of a company in that mm-hmm. meeting who was from Leeds. And I realised... That as a as a manager myself at work, I am hamstrung by my by my southern accent, right? So listen to this, right? <coughs> well done, guys. That was a fantastic work. And then listen to this. Well, well done, guys. That's fantastic work. So much better in Leeds, isn't it? Fantastic work, mate. Well done in Yorkshire. Ah, Yorkshire. In Yorkshire, it's a much stronger praise. It just sounds happier. Do do do, do you agree? Aaron, uh, is, is your friend alright there? <laughs> <laughs> um, is, <laughs> I think you might have too much yeah. to drink. Just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying, if I if every day I got praised by someone from Yorkshire, I would be a much happier man. Well done, humble lad. This is how we're going to break. <laughs> to break. Not break, break. Break, break. To no, break. No, no. We're going to, Josh, take us to break. Let me tell you, people have been saying I'm a disgrace to my country. But has anyone listened to James O'Brien on LBC? I don't think so. Love Sport, 558 AM. The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict 7 to net a million. Can you save money on your car insurance? Chris did with a little help from a spokesman said.com. Getting real people, real savings. I'm Chris from Leicestershire, a truck driver. I went on a spokesman set, which was very easy to use for an old kit like myself. And the £300 savings enabled me to take my granddaughter to Pontins on holiday. Find quotes from over 100 leading insurance providers at a spokesman said.com. Real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with a spokesman said.com. Fighting for you. Saving you money. If you're in business, I bet you hate wasting money. We Do Taxi Tops can help you achieve minimum wastage on your advertising costs and maximum exposure. Our revolutionary taxi tops can target your potential customers in the right place at the right time. So your message has the greatest potential for making an impact. We Do Taxi Tops. Visit WEDOOH.com. We Do. The smarter, quicker way of advertising in London. Supporting London businesses of all sizes. Look, 50% off bed sheets and these towels. Why is everything floral? Because she likes flowers. Who? Mum. She's staying with us until her extension's built. Are you joking? I told you last week. You didn't. With up to 70% off big brands, 20 restaurants and a nine-screen cinema, you're guaranteed to get more than you bargained for at London Designer Outlet. Savings for all the family? Hello, LDO. Find us in Wembley Park. See website for details. Savings on RRP. It's only for three months. If you fall asleep at the wheel, you'll put your life in danger and the lives of others as well. Before you feel tired... Pull off the road into a services or other safe area. Drink some strong coffee and take a quick nap while the caffeine kicks in. If you're having a nap, 
you've left your lights on, sir. Alright, cheers. Sink. Don't drive tired. This is what I know. In London, don't smile at strangers. Bad, very bad, very, very bad, nasty. Love sport. Love sport. With 7OTV.com. Predict 7 to net a million. Good evening, it's Love Sport Radio. We're just uh, <laughs> planning. I don't know what these guys are laughing at. But look, this summer, Love Sport Radio are teaming up with Live 7 Charity St. John Ambulance to celebrate their amazing volunteers from Riot London, the London Anniversary Games, and to the Premier League St. John Ambulance volunteers. Give their time to keep you safe while watching the sport you love. St. John Ambulance have supported the sporting community with first aid for over a hundred years stepping in from the sidelines to save lives and now it's time to say thank you love sport radio and st john ambulance celebrating the unsung heroes the volunteers who make sport happen across the nation i like that dr's completely lost it go on dr you're right yeah yeah i'm fine tell us what happened <laughs> no just yeah he's, can i i don't i want to no, say no, 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 i want to share it no let chris start well, it's just that he's just before we went on air as, as, you, as you well know Aaron, he said the words I confuse Terence with a horse. <laughs> what, do you, what do we do with that? And this is Terence of Back of the Nest. Yeah, Back of the Nest. You know, yeah, he's he's got longish ginger hair and a ginger beard, but just <laughs> no. yeah, just to throw that out there as as, as we go live. No, I mean, honest, I'll show you later. But someone who constantly likes our social media um, stuff, um, I looked at her profile and well, I didn't really zoom into it, but yeah. I thought it was first Terence's, you know, uh, missus, and I thought it was Terence next to because the the horse was kind of ginger, so I thought it was Terence. So, so you thought <laughs> it was a picture of a girl standing next to Terence, Look, and it turned out to be I a sh- girl next to a horse. The best thing is, is that our producer Josh is just turned around, just <laughs> you just see his face right now. <laughs> There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. <laughs> you just look very, very confused. <laughs> Rightly so. Rightly so. Anyway, that's what you get with DR sometimes, isn't it? Something just comes out of that mouth that he hasn't really thought through and he just says it. No. Oh dear. Anyway, I'm all right now. I've, I've calmed down. It was let's, just time. Let's go to Twitter. Let's have a look at what Nick Gussie has tweeted us. He says, I think it's a good time for Palace to play Fulham, being half the squad will have barely met. Less disruption for teams without loads of ins and outs. Yeah, that's, that's one way to look at it. And that's what, what's, what I was getting at earlier, really. But um, of course, there is, you know, the flip side, isn't there? Where they've still got the players that they had last year. Um, and they could still effectively pick a pick a team that's used to each other they've only really lost what Fredericks I think mm-hmm. yeah Fredericks I mean Mitrovic has come in Target you know it hasn't managed to oh yeah that's true they've yeah. managed to deal for Target uh, David Button the backup goalkeeper has gone to Brighton I don't know why they signed him it's generally baffled um, yeah but well, that's you know essentially they're, they're a team that 
were very very strong in the league last year the championship and we've seen it before it's a different beast though the championship isn't it it, it is yeah but uh, momentum's an amazing thing in football isn't it confidence and momentum and if you you can take that from one season to another and I, I go back to what I was saying at the top, the top of the show where the huge mistake that Palace made which cost Holloway his job was doing trying to do too much too quickly with that team you've seen other teams be so much more successful it's actually there's a blueprint for it now you look at the teams that got promoted last year all stayed up didn't they and they they didn't change huge amounts they they got some initial couple about two three quality players to, for, for, for the first team and then in january did it again just two different stages and they just built that they took the team and the and the system and the momentum that they had and they just added a little bit of quality gradually whereas if you start throwing an entirely different set of players at it who've never played together you really can destroy it and we, we did that that's where I think it. I think Wolves will do well because they, they had the big names in last summer yeah. or, and last season and, and they've they've done it on a very intelligent very shrewd way they've said to the guys look come in on a season long loan if you like it you like it you don't you don't we'll get promoted anyway don't worry about it and then we'll get to the Premier League and we'll build around you guys if you're looking at that then Cardiff shouldn't you know really struggle as well because well, they've got the momentum but it's about having quality yeah, they've, the trouble well. is they've not added that extra little bit of quality. What I, what I said earlier, I still stand by that. I think they'll have a better first half of the season than they, than they will second. But I still think ultimately, I think you know Neil Warnock. We we know what Neil Warnock <laughs> is. He's he's a great manager for getting getting promotion, but he's never succeeded in the top division. And I think the only way he would is if he got the kind of backing that Fulham and Wolves have had. It's a bit like um, me on football manager. <laughs> <laughs> Were you a Warnock fan at Palace? Yeah, massively, yeah. Um, and I know a lot of the players were as well. There weren't too many that didn't like him. He's, he's a very good Deza, manager. loved him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, he's taking Deza wherever he went, really. But, um, yeah, he was he was, he, he was was all about putting leaders in the team. And, he, you know, he, for any Palace fan that really pays attention to that sort of stuff and looks at the difference between, you know, having quality players but, but and having leadership, you know, how the top quality doesn't necessarily get you the results but you put a, you put a bunch of leaders together and they can drag a very very mediocre squad to the very very highest level and, and, and sustain a sort of level of overperformance you know players like well Damien Delaney for one benefited hugely from that kind of an environment at Palace and it's the kind of you know Dougie Freeman started it um, if you if you think if we, you know when we look at the actual squad that was put together however Dougie himself convinced well told us live at the Crystal Palace training ground so we've seen um, <laughs> I mean something that says breaking news so live at the Crystal Palace training ground and Jordan Ayew is being confirmed there you there go confirmation you go. of Jordan Ayew there you go Jordan Ayew is being confirmed uh, Hamba you were mid, mid yeah mid so point. what I was saying was that Doug, you know everyone thinks about the squad that Dougie Freeman put together was the one that got us promoted but it, but you know, we spoke to Dougie a few years back, and he said that Neil Warnock was the one who taught him how important it was to have four or five really strong leaders in a squad, and how that's the sort of gel that that you build a team around. And so, really, we got a lot, lot to thank Warnock for. I mean, again, I, I'm going to go back to this documentary that I always watch, is the Neil Warnock documentary from Sheffield United, and he has this obsession with Michael Tong, you know, the midfielder. <laughs> yeah. All right, Tongy, how are you going, lad? You know, and he's just sitting there. He's like, all right, Tongi, what ones are you wearing today, Tongi? Them blue ones. Oh, they look well nice. They look right nice, Tongi. <laughs> and it's just like Tongi's just looking up and just going, 
They don't want him in boots, gaffer. You know, he's just like, they look right next to Oh, he'll score a couple of them today, won't you? But you just see, he has him, he has Chris Morgan, Phil Jagielka, all these different players that are just proper linchpin voices in that dressing room. And I think you're completely right because he brought in the like, I mean, the likes of Clint Hill, Sean Derry, yeah. etc., excelled, at, you know, under him at Palace in what was, you know, one of the most turbulent times in club history he's also he's got a pretty very very good sense of humor as well because one of the other things he really liked to do uh, and, uh, rob kosluk was one of the guys he did this with that he would just unnecessarily treat them extremely well like they would they would be his his favorite and no matter how they played no matter what they did he would always be really really nice to them for no no apparent reason just like literally for a bit of banter within the squad that would be like, you know, he'd make a horrible mistake in a game, but because it was Rob Kozluk, he'd go, don't worry about it, Rob, there's no problem. And then absolutely tear a strip off of everybody else. I think he like, you know, there's there's that degree of sort of man management. It's, it's, you know, his books are, are an absolute great read for that exact reason. You can just see the kind of, you know, psychological stuff he does does to get the squad motivated. That, that is what it's all about, pal. Getting in the psyche, getting in with uh, with those players, and 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 making sure that obviously they that respect they respect you to an extent as well, and and that you know they're gonna uh, work their socks off for you. Palace have signed Jordan Ayew on loan. Um, I presume it's a, a, an initial season long loan, chaps. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, like I say, we'll see what what comes out of it. I'm expecting uh, us to be able to make the the deal permanent, whether it's at the end of the season or in January. I, I don't know, but. Uh, whether he will or not, I'm not too sure. But I hope he's a success. It's you know again, it's it's sens- it's a sensible signing. But you know what I, I, I like to focus on as well with this. You know, obviously the transfer window is this this big sort of monster, really. But you know, when when you look at Palace under Roy Hodgson and you look at what we did and, you, and the form we had, um, barring his first couple of games where he was getting his feet under the table, you know we're well we're, we're top ten, I think, in terms of form. At one stage, we were top four. Yeah. <laughs> I think that that sort of petered out after we played everybody, but I think we were we were top ten in terms of points we were picking up per game, and um, and to go into this season, I, I just don't think there's any reason why we wouldn't expect the same. Yeah, yeah. I'm going for like a top. It is, it is a massive push, of course, but I'm going for a top seven finish. I want. I've, we can, I don't know, we can do what Bernie done. I think we've got a better squad. Just showing, uh, just showing you chaps the, the photo. And of course, who is standing next to Jordan? It's a B Day Pele. <laughs> it's his agent. Oh, is it? Is yeah. he his agent? Is he? Also known as his dad. Yeah, man. Uh, Pop. He looks really old. He does look That's really old, doesn't upsetting. he? But he's wearing a lovely suit. He is, yeah. yeah. It's a lovely suit he's wearing. And uh, it's Jordan Ayew there with the Palace away kit and uh, sporting the Palace home kit. So, yeah, <laughs> another signing by Roy Hodgson and the Palace board and a decent one for the squad, just bulking it out what's somewhat. I mean, look, there were rumours, and we'll, we'll touch on this very, very quickly before 8 o'clock, there were rumours about Yannick Balassi and a potential yeah. return. Mm-hmm. Palace wanted a loan. Uh, Middlesbrough wanted rid of him. Uh, sorry, excuse me. Everton wanted rid of him. You know, on a permanent deal, Middlesbrough were, were takers. Um, would you have wanted to see him back? Tough, really tough. Um, Everton fans never took to him, uh, and they say that the injury cost him a yard of pace, and uh, as a result, he doesn't have that acceleration to get away from players like he used to. And to be fair, that's what Yannick's game is it's about power and pace as much as it is trickery. Um, I think he would be. Uh, I think he'd be a considerably less effective player than than the player we sold to Everton. But you know, I, I am a big one for sentiment. So yes, for me, I'd, I'd have taken it. Dr. 
we're going to have to hold you for your, uh, for your answer. We'll get it after a quick break. It's Love Sport Radio approaching 8 o'clock this Thursday evening. Get involved at Love Sport Radio on Twitter. Uh, we're talking all things Palace Online. The dishonest media is about to give you some news. So long as it's not fake news and you're making me in a positive light, that I can tell you. Love Sport. Love Sport Breakfast with Ian Stone. The perfect comedy breakfast sandwich. You like it saucy, there'll be something for you. Weekdays from 6am. 30-30 Tennis is the new alternative scoring format that creates shorter matches. The clue is in the name. Every game starts at 30 all. That is 30-30. Best of three sets matches are completed in 40 to 60 minutes and best of five in 60 to 90 minutes. 30-30 or T-30 can be described as the youngest sporting sibling of Cricket's 2020 or T-20. For more information, visit 3030tennis.com. That is T. H-I-R-T-Y then the digits 3 and 0 followed by tennis all one word dot com 7bestbets.com If you are looking for good odds with a simple to use app visit 7bestbets.com As a new customer you will receive great welcome offers We cover all sports as well as an online casino and full range of virtual sports If that's not enough regular customers benefit from loyalty bonuses too 7bestbets.com Please gamble responsibly. Visit GamblerWare for more details. I'm Aaron, a radio presenter from Windsor. Admiral wanted to charge me £1,200 for my car insurance on my 2010 Volkswagen Golf. But when I went on a spokesman ten, I found a deal for just £1,000 with the same company. I couldn't believe my own insurer was trying to get me to pay £200 more for a renewal but would offer me a cheaper rate if I shopped around. Check out A Spokesman Said Yourself. You will not regret it. Thespokesmansaid.com. Fighting for you, saving you money. You love your sport, but it can be a pain organising it. Endless phone calls, emails and text messages, organising players and collecting money can all be a headache. What you need is Teamer.net, the free sports app that'll help you manage your team's events, communicate effectively as a team, and now you can collect money simply and securely via Teamer payments. Relied upon by 2 million members, Teamer is available for free on desktop, Android and iPhone. Crystal Palace have confirmed the signing of Jordan IU from Swansea City on a season long loan we'll be reacting to that plus getting a preview to the fulham game looking ahead to 7 otb as well make your selection 7 otb.com all before in fact all after your news because we can't do it before we'll do it after your news all right On 558am, online, on your smart speaker, and on digital radio. This is Love Sport News. From the Sky News Centre at 8, England cricketer Ben Stokes has been giving evidence over an incident in Bristol last September in which he's charged with a fray. Earlier, one of the men accused alongside him was ordered by the judge at the city's Crown Court to be found not guilty. 
An independent inquiry into child sex abuse has found monks at two Roman Catholic schools had a tell-them-nothing attitude. That's even after new procedures were introduced at Ampleforth in North Yorkshire and Downside in Somerset in 2001. John O'Brien is the report secretary. They haven't implemented some of the key findings of the Nolan report. There was still a reluctance at the evidence they gave us to acknowledge that there was a long way for them to travel in this regard. Monks have lots of skills, I'm sure, but but the safeguarding of children isn't necessarily one of them. 100 British Muslim women who wear the burqa on a cob have written to the Tory party chairman calling for action against Boris Johnson. They're concerned about comments made by the former foreign secretary in which he compared women like them to bank robbers. He's now facing an investigation by an independent panel. Nada Umnor is one of those who've written to Brandon Lewis. His comments, I find them very offensive and abusive. I feel that he's adding fuel to the fire, um, normalising anti-Muslim hatred in the country. Ant McPartlin won't return to TV presenting until next year and will not be on I'm a Celebrity. Both he and co-presenter Declan Donnelly have also decided not to present a new series of Saturday Night Takeaway next year. Thousands of people have lined the streets of Cardiff to celebrate Geraint Thomas winning the Tour de France. He's been honoured with a homecoming after becoming the first Welsh winner of the race. And Paul Chuckle says the death of his brother is the worst feeling ever, but says he's going to carry on as that's what he would have wanted. Barry died at the weekend at the age of 73 following an illness. That's the latest. I'm Kieran Kaur. Known originally as the Glaziers, this club are far from fragile. They've been building their nest in Selhurst Park. And the Eagles are ready to swoop in and bring out the claws this season. It's the Crystal Palace Fan Show on Love Sport with seven of the best for your chance to win a million pounds. Love Sport, three minutes past eight across London. It's a rainy one. It's a rainy, rainy Thursday. Yeah, it is, yeah. And, um, Ambo's going to be getting very sensual a little bit later on. We've got wow. your full wear previews. They are back. Yes, they're back. Bring it. Bring buzzing. it. Ooh. Buzzing, buzzing, buzzing. Uh, no dear DRs this week because your postman, uh, Shemar, is off around Budapest. He's gone again. Mm. What's going on? How, How many holidays does one man take? Can I just say to you? Oh, hello, HR Department Love Sport Radio. Yeah. <laughs> have you just heard what one of our podcasters has said? How, and how many holidays have I ever taken, DR? Have you even taken one? Thank I'm, you very much. No, no, I don't know much. I'm committed. But, that is crazy. But, I mean, I know he's been promoted, <laughs> but, but how's he affording these holidays? He's about to be relegated, mate. Yeah. Yeah. He, can't, he actually cannot have any accommodation, can he? He's well, been, no, I mean... Uh, <laughs> I, I won't, d- d- you know, divulge into what our conversation was last week. She's <laughs> like, Shamla, what do you do? And I won't tell you the words he used to describe his current living accommodation. It's not great. No. That way. 
Is it like in the basement car park of this very building? More than likely. Yeah, More than I suspect. Likely. In a skip. We're, we're all conv- we're all convinced uh, he he lives in a nursing home, <laughs> and it's just you know you know you know like Derek. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, Derek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, like, he's like Derek, and he lives in a nursing home. He just helps out. I mean, how you say it is obvious, isn't it? <laughs> what, he's Kev. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, I really, really hope not. I mean, pickled onions. No, let's not. Let's not go there. Let's not go there. Um, hi, dear. You ever, you ever seen Derek? You're, you're, always, complaining, you're always complaining that you don't get our banter. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know if I said anyway, that last week. Don't worry about it. Don't D- worry about D- it. Dr. Doesn't, doesn't get our banter. Stay off the ground, kids. Uh, it's Love Sport Radio. A uh, couple of more chances flying through. Everton have confirmed the son of Yeri Mina and Andre Gomez. Big names for Everton. Yeah, that's crazy. Like. Dev, who else did I sign this window? I can't remember, but I, I know, know they signed someone. Uh, Lucas Digne. Oh, that's uh, it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they signed him. I Which, apparently, Sam Allardyce said that he was a left back or right back, something like that. Sam Allardyce. Yeah. Um, yeah. They signed Richarlison, Yeri Mina, oh, Lucas yeah. Digne. Andre Gomez has arrived on loan. They've signed Bernard as well. Oh, yeah, they signed <laughs> I mean... That's sounds quality players. Bernard. Uh, Bernard. But yeah. You guys were linked... Uh, Man United were linked with him a couple of seasons ago. <laughs> Look with everyone, mate. Yeah. If someone wants a new contract, they basically tell their agent to say Man United are interested in me, and they get a new contract. Um, but uh, Sandro Ramirez has gone out on loan. Adamola Lutman has gone out to on. No, he hasn't gone out on loan. He's come back in off loan. Kevin Morales has gone out to on loan as well. Um, just a confirmation from Fulham as well that Timothy Fosumenza has joined uh, the club on loan. Uh, so Fulham bringing in I, I, I think I'm running out of fingers <laughs> really I'm, I'm really running out of fingers what an, uh, an amazing bit of uh, business by them will it be good to see um, will it be good to see Timothy Fossumenta again on yeah interesting player isn't he I mean he, the, his, his probably strongest asset at the moment is his pace he's incredibly quick so you know that covers a multitude of sins as a defender you can miss a challenge but if you're as quick as he is you, you get back to, 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 to sort of uh to make up for it, I think Wilf Wilf was saying that he was one of the only players who was as, sort of almost as quick as him. So uh, we, we certainly used those strengths when he was in our side. But obviously, he was out of the team by the end. You know, he, he, we had a choice between him and uh, Wan Bissaka, who all at that stage D I called him Wan Bissaka. But yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> that was our choice, and we went with our 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 lad. So. Um, you know, I won't. I won't be looking on with any jealousy. I, you know, I wish the guy the very best. He's an, he's a, seems to be a very very talented defender. Uh, I still think long term centre back is going to be his position. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm you know I'm I'm delighted he's going to get some games at Fulham. But I hope he doesn't have a have a particularly good one against us. And going back to some of the loanies, how disappointed are you that a deal to bring Ruben Loftus Cheek back to? Salah wasn't achieved yeah well it is really disappointing considering you know how Chelsea they got um, they got overpacked midfield and I doubt he'll get he'll get enough game time at Chelsea and you would you would have wondered you know Ruben Ocecic he said he wants to play first in football and I doubt that's going to happen at Chelsea so yeah it's, it's a bit disappointing but then again it depends how much Chelsea wanted because we already got some you know we already bought Kuyate, uh Max and Gaeta. Like we spent so much money that I doubt we could afford him I think that was the case I think if if he'd been available on loan at a reasonable price we still would have taken him but yeah. do you see I mean Sarri's comments were really disappointing you know because obviously I know he's not our player but obviously we th- we think highly of him and we'd love him back at Palace so 
to see Sarri come out and sort of talk about him again as a, as a player who will be good in the future and that he needs to learn and all this kind of stuff. Well, how is he going to learn if you don't play him? The guy went to the World Cup, played really well for England on a number of occasions. He's 22, be 23 next birthday. He's not going to accept that. It's 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 idiotic. You can, you can see him being sold as well next year. Oh, you know, definitely. you can see him as part of that Chelsea money-making system. We've looked at it, you know on a, a number of occasions on this station where you know Chelsea's commercial power as a unit in terms of you know making money through commercial deals isn't as big as some other clubs mm. you know they don't make as much money in their stadium 42,000 people as opposed to 60 or 70 is, is a whole different ball game so they have to find a different business model and obviously they're utilizing the academy reaping the benefits of that and they're selling their, their goods at market yeah that's 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 true they've got their system it it, it, it you can't criticise them for taking advantage of the market the way it is. You know they're allowed to stockpile players, they're allowed to develop them, make money out of loaning them, and then sell them at a profit if they succeed. And if they don't succeed, they kind of just, you know, what have they lost? Not an awful lot. But what I don't get is that Ruben himself said that he wants to play week in week out. He was even disappointed at the amount of game time he got at Palace. So how comes he didn't push it through? Like I don't get how we start at Chelsea. It's just it's a, such a weird situation. I think that it, it, even if you don't come to Paris, you know, there's probably other teams that would want Ruben off the cheek. I'm yeah. still surprised that he's at Chelsea. I think you've got to you've got to read between the lines there because obviously you don't know what's happened behind the scenes. But you could, from what I understand, from what people say, that there's a very that Chelsea would have loaned him out, but there's a substantial loan fee. Yeah, that's, and but, do. And it's you know it's pretty much proven by the fact he's not gone anywhere. He might you know he might go and loan abroad. You never know because that can still happen. Mm. But at the at the moment there were no takers in the Premier League at that cost. Um, but I think you know he, uh, you know he's been at Chelsea a long long time. He'll, he'll desperately want to prove himself. He'll be thinking, you know, I've played for my country. I've done really well. I've I played last season at Palace. Was a key player for them. Got better and better the more I played. Surely my club will see that and they'll give me a chance. And, all that Chelsea did was went, went and splashed the cash on a load of other midfielders. <laughs> well, and he just think, well, he's been the given the number 12 shirt at Chelsea. Yeah. Um, you know, Callum Hobson and Adore is number 20 as well. So, you know, they've been given uh, uh, um, squad numbers. You wonder if Ruben Loftus-Cheek would be maybe loaned out to a foreign club, you know, a La Liga, Serie A club, maybe a German club that, you know, sees potential and think, you know what, yeah, we can do a bit of business. Maybe one that's playing European football. Mm. Um, you know, Chelsea have a big squad granted. You know, they've just signed Kovacic as well. So you'd imagine that his his options are further becoming limited. But I'm disappointed for Palace at the fact that they couldn't get it done. I hear from you guys that the loan fee was a massive stumbling block as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's, you know, rumoured to be 10 million quid for a season. I mean that's extortionate but then again it fits in line with Chelsea's business model if you don't but want to pay it don't worry we've got loads of people who will yeah but, who, but you're saying that but who, no, one, no one's paid it yet and let's say he doesn't go out on board because uh, that's the only option because he can't stay in the Premier League let's say no one wants him from abroad then what happens then their business plan has flopped but, but, true but i tell you what the un- one thing we haven't said is that there is, a, there is another argument right and I'm not necessarily saying that I believe it especially considering the fact that I watched uh, Rob's watched him all last season but if he is as good as he says he is and that we say he is, then surely it doesn't matter what Chelsea do and who they bring in. If he's good enough, he will prove on the on the training ground and on the pitch that he's worth starting ahead of these people. 
But he was good before, and he didn't get the option. Like it's not that easy, Chris. He was well, good before. When he before, he, it's not like when he came to Palace, he just magically all of a sudden he, he was a, he became a good player. No, he was a good he, player before, but he kicked on, right? So maybe that sh- that sh- maybe there's an argument to say that that should be enough for him to force his way into the Chelsea team. I'm not necessarily saying I believe this, right? <laughs> I'm just saying that there, I'm just saying that there is an alternate view. And that's that's the one that Chelsea might hold, but we know what this is really about. It's about making the most amount of money out of the players that they've got. True. Um, you know, really, they really they wouldn't have gone out and spent the money they have on midfielders if they believed in him. Mm. Certainly not. Let's take a quick pause, and we'll come back with some Europa League scores next on Love Sport. Eight minutes, uh, eight, in fact, twelve minutes past eight. Good I never had an affair. I only grabbed them by the. Body. Love Sport. I work for Said.com. We can help you save money on your home insurance. All you need to do is visit Said.com and find out if we can find you a better deal. Love Sport Breakfast with Ian Stone. When I've sat at games and 10 minutes in, I've thought we're cruising this and I've said it, I think we're going to win this easy. And they look at me like, stop it! No! <laughs> you can't say that! You're <laughs> no, 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 but it's mad, right? It's not like the players over here. Mesut Ozil was running up the touchline going, I just heard Stoney say we're going to win. Let's <laughs> Take off <laughs> We've got no problems now. It's nonsense. Weekdays from 6.30am. It's time to make North Korea great again. But it'll take a while. The country is a shit hole. This is Love Sport. Yes, Love Sport Radio. Good evening. Let's take a look at some of the Europa League uh, fixtures that are going on this evening. The qualifying third round being played at the moment. A couple of the pick of uh, the fixtures going on and some surprise results. I mean, firstly, RB Leipzig 3-1 up against Universitia Cryova. Um, so, yeah, good result there for RBZ, RB Leipzig. It finished. AS Trenchin 4, Feyenoord 0. Have you heard of AS Trenchin? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think they do work for my company. Yeah. Uh, our building sites, I think. More, more than likely, more than likely, they're based in the in, in Slovakia, the champions of uh, Slovakia, and yeah, they they they've beaten final by four goals to nil tonight. That is pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah, what's happened to finals? Um, well, oh. exactly. Um, I guess champions of Slovakia. That obviously counts for something, doesn't it? Obviously. Yeah, I mean, certainly, you know, and, and final, of course, I believe uh, a final with uh, with Robin van Persie in it as well. Wow. So yeah, not not not. Well, how old is Robin Van Persie? Yeah, it doesn't matter. You never lose. You never lose. Jordi Classy playing for for Feyenoord as well. And they've been beaten four 0 tonight. Dynamo Minsk have beaten uh, uh, Zenit Saint Petersburg by four goals. I know. Wow. I only know Minsk from Friends. Friends. I knew you were going to say that. I knew going to say that. It's uh, well, the guy who played him was uh, the Simpsons. Guy, Harry Shearer. No, 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 it's not. It's the other guy. I'll think of it with the funny name. Yeah. Hank Azaria. Hank Azaria, yeah. I didn't really like him in Run Fat Boy Run. No, 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 no. Got, yeah. yeah. Uh, it finished uh, Hapoel Beersheva 2, Hapoel Nicosia 2, Mariupol 1, Bordeaux 3. Uh, it's currently Sturm Graz 0, Larnaca, A E K Larnaca, everyone's favourite holiday destination 2. Uh, <laughs> CSK Sofia 1, FC Copenhagen 1, Nordsellam 1, Partizan Belgrade 2, Besiktas 1. Oh, Besiktas. L A S K. No. Uh, 55 minutes gone in Turkey. Istanbul. Yeah, nil. Uh, Burnley, nil. Olympiakos 3, Luzerne, nil. Vitesse, nil. Basel, nil. Cork City are 1-0 down to Rosenborg at home. Gutted, mate. Rangers. Damien Delaney playing for Cork City. There you go. Rangers are 1-0 up against NK Maribor. And the New Saints are 1-0 down to uh, FC Midgetland. (sighs) 
That's right. I know he's good. Sherlock so used to play for them, didn't he? He did. Yeah. yeah. Going from uh, you, <laughs> you corrected Aaron when he said Besiktas because you they went Besiktas. Is that all? Uh, <laughs> did I say it? Is that all? Is it, Turkish is it's sort of t- talking like Besiktas. talking like you've got no teeth. Is that what it is? What do you mean? It's Besiktas. Yeah. Well, What's wrong with that? <laughs> What's wrong with that? Making it up as he goes along. I think he is as well. Um, yeah, so uh, plenty of games taking place in the Europa League this evening. We'll keep you across them. Fulham have confirmed the signing of uh, of Timothy Fosu Mensah on loan from Manchester United. That's a season long loan elsewhere, and uh, other moves just uh, happening here and there. You know, as as they come, we'll, we'll we'll pick them up as they come. Of course, Domingos Quina has joined Watford from West Ham United. Um, Looking ahead to that Fulham game now. Yes. They're, we're going to have Jack Collins on from Fulhamish okay. in about 10 or 12 minutes' time. But, you know, I really wonder how they're going to start now. I can see Mitrovic starting. Yeah. I think they'll keep it simple. I think the likes of Sessegnon will start. He'll start with maybe... Well, he'll start with Kamara or someone on the right-hand side. And it'll be a midfield of Seri, Kearney and, and, and McDonald. But the bat line's going to be interesting. Who do you pick in goal now? You know, one of three. Do yeah, you, really you tough. Know, do, you, do you let Marcus Bettinelli carry on? Do you drop Fabry after one appearance, after, you know, conceding two last week, and, and bring Sergio Rico straight into it? Do you play your new defenders? Do you play your old defenders? Do you play left-back, right-back? How, <laughs> what do you do? It's good for the manager, though. <laughs> At least he's got options. It's, you know, we've got a similar issue in goal as well, where I think ultimately you've got to say... So with, with Fulham, it's, what, what did Bettinelli do to be, to be dropped? Has he done, has, if he's done nothing to be dropped, then realistically, you just send the right message to him and the rest of the team. You have to let him be the custodian of the shirt and say it's yours to lose. Because if you know, if you start if you start dropping people just because you've gone up a division without giving them a chance, you do real damage. I can remember talking to Neil Shipley about it when uh, he scored the winning goal in the in the playoffs against West Ham, and then next season just did not get a look in at all. And um, whilst Understandably, he probably he was coming towards the end of his his well certainly the end of his Palace career anyway. He played a few fair few more seasons, bless him, but was certainly not real, really mobile enough for the Premier League. So I can kind of understand it. But he was talking about the fact it actually did a lot of damage because he felt, you know, he felt a degree of betra- betrayal at that time. So he kind of wasn't really happy with the management, and that kind of rubs off on other players, and that's where you start up unsettling people. So you, you that could be a huge risk if. You know, if Bettinelli gets dropped, if any of the the old back four get dropped, in fact, even some of the, the you know the players that played in midfield last season who've you know been replaced for Fulham, if they get dropped without actually putting a foot wrong, you can really damage the team spirit there, and it could it can take a while to get that back to normal. I, I mean, for Palace themselves, they'll be looking at it, just rubbing their hands together. You know, young Royston's going to be wily as ever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I'm sh- about you, Dio, but I think we we've got. A system that we're really happy with playing. We're, we're very fluid, aren't we? You know, because we were talking about it during the week. We're trying to do that squad thing, yeah. weren't we? And I was saying, but the trouble is, we were looking at it as a four-four-two, but we're not really a four-four-two or a four-three-three or a four-five-one. We have the right-hand side of the pitch where Andros might drift a bit central, but Wambasak is a fairly natural right back. But on the left-hand side of the pitch, Van Arnholt does what he likes. Wilf drifts wide left from the from the striker position, and our left our left midfielder. 
it plays in the center and you'll just be like we do really it's very hard to pin down what we're doing but it is so fluid and in particularly on that left the way we can pass through teams is absolutely phenomenal how quickly we can do it i think we'll be a real test for Fulham. yeah i think we'll, we will um we played at four four we played at four four two last season and it seems like we're going to play next season so far in pre-season we've gone with it and it's worked out pretty well we've scored i think 19 goals in five games do you reckon you'll yeah. see wolf and Solos up front no, I think Will from Benteke. Benteke yeah, yeah. against uh, Toulouse was just, it was unbelievable. It's like I saw someone, See, someone I, new, I, I, I couldn't I believe it. I Paul Mortimer on the Sunday morning and he says, yeah, it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, he was all right, but you know, he wasn't like, you know, a world beater. Yep. Yeah, I think what people saw was the difference between the player who sort of lumbered about with no confidence last year and a player who's come back with real purpose, who's prepared to chase the channels, who's prepared to put the effort in. And I think it was after his goal that he just seemed to go up two or three gears, didn't he? Yeah, even before his goal. What we saw from Benteke last season was low of confidence. You saw that because he would take extra touches and you know he wouldn't shoot. But in the, in the Toulouse game, whenever he got on the ball, when he had a shooting opportunity, he took it. He was, he was not scared. He, you know, he's had bags of confidence and it worked out pretty well. He scored goals. He, you know, he made runs in behind and created chances as well. This is the Benteke that we've all been wanting for since, since, since last season. And we finally, I don't know, hopefully he does a consistent basis, but we finally got him, I think. He's yeah, back. It's, co- it's just it's confidence, isn't it? I think for him, there are two really good things about missing out on the World Cup one was that shock to the system that his lack of form last year actually cost him potentially his last opportunity to play in a World Cup finals you know which has got to be a huge kick in the teeth but at the very least it's a massive wake up call you know to say this man who was first choice for his country not that long ago who who two years ago would have expected uh, you know, you know, without any question, without any shadow of a doubt, to be playing in the World Cup for 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 Belgium in in you know 2018, and he didn't go, you know, and he won't ever get that opportunity back. So that's a real shock to the system. But the rest as well, to get that extra few weeks off to really focus on that, really focus on what he wanted to achieve, you know, as soon as it was clear that we weren't selling him and he's not going anywhere, there was a it's just this renewed focus, and I think he's benefited from it. Yeah, I think sometimes time off can actually help players. Just like Punch, um, I've been highly critical of Punch before. Uh, punch. I mean, I saw a lot of people today, you know, talking about Jason Punch, and and some people getting quite, um, quite not. I'm not going to say angry, quite animated about it. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, he re- rejected a move to uh, Middlesbrough yeah. to join Tony Pulis. But yeah, he, he he seemed like a different guy before before his injury. Um, you know, everyone basically said enough is enough. You know, it's time to move on. But now he's coming in pre-season and he's putting a decent shift. I, f- I think he'll be a decent squad player. So sometimes, uh, you know, time off can actually help the players. And I think with Benteke and with Jason Punchin, it's you know, it's proven to be the case. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Punch is a bit of a different case for me. I'd, I think he probably would have. You know, I think the fact that we were prepared to let him go to Middlesbrough says a lot about how he's viewed in the squad now. But I, I totally agree with you in the sense that, you know, if we want to call on a player um, with with the squad's a little bit bare and we need some help either potentially out wide, but more often than not somewhere in the centre sort of buzzing around, I think he's a, he's a decent option. You know, he doesn't give the ball away a lot. Um, but, I mean, obviously he's lost that, that yard of pace that he had. Um, 
But then, having said that, he probably lost that about three years yeah. ago, didn't he? I, yeah, I, I don't seem, I don't seem starting at Palace. I don't think anymore, unless we go through another injury crisis. But he can be a decent squad player, especially if we go through, uh, if we have injury crisis like we had last season. Uh, you know, he'll be decent. But he still could leave. Um, I know the transfer window shut, but you could still play, sell players abroad, and even to the championship. I think till the window closes in the championship, I think it's different. Um, yeah, that's right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, he could still leave, just like Pop Suarez has been linked with move away, and I'm not too sure about Riedewald. But yeah, hopefully, if he does stay, I'll be happy with that. I mean, I know we're drifting away from talking about Fulham, but I am surprised how few players out we've had. Yeah, I'm surprised as well. You know? I think there's going to be some. Like yeah, before, yeah, I'm sure I, they will. But yeah. I, I expected some permanent deals. The main thing is uh, that Wilf is still an eagle. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, there was a bit of panic, a little bit of panic, but. Um, you know, I, I don't know. It's hard not to get taken in sometimes, isn't it? You know what I mean? By the repeated stories that, that keep appearing in the papers. The regurgitated dross. Yeah, and, and I'll be honest, you know, obviously we're, we're talking about this. A lot of us, you know, on, on back of the nest and on that, we, we have people who tell us things that they hear and all that kind of ITK. stuff. ITK. ITK, mate, yeah. Secret sources and all that. But we, you know, we hear we hear occasional bits and pieces. And again, you never, you can never guarantee the veracity of, of much of what you hear. But, you know, a lot of a lot of things came back about, about Wilf and about, you know, we'd had bids in and those bids were being considered and all that kind of stuff. You know, we, we, we were worried at stages. Yeah, we were. So we'll be talking more Wilf next. It's 25 past eight. It's Love Sport. They kept talking about checkers. I told her I was more of a Monopoly kind of guy. I've never gone to jail. Call us on 0208 70 20 558. And don't worry, we won't harvest your data. Love Sport. Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Play your way to £1 million. When looking for the best possible deal for his car insurance, Jim went on the spokesmansaid.com and saved hundreds. I'm Jim. I'm a radio presenter based in Glasgow. I couldn't believe how expensive the car insurance for our Citroen C4 Picasso was going to be from my existing insurer. I went on a spokesman said and saved an incredible £600. Just amazing. Signing up to a spokesman said, best thing I could have done. Find quotes from over 100 leading insurance providers at a spokesmansaid.com. Getting real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with a spokesmansaid.com. 7bestbets.com If you are looking for good odds with a simple-to-use app, visit 7bestbets.com As a new customer, you will receive great welcome offers. We cover all sports, as well as an online casino and full range of virtual sports. If that's not enough, regular customers benefit from loyalty bonuses too. 7bestbets.com Please gamble responsibly. Visit GamblerWare for more details. Brexit is under attack from the politically correct establishment. But now there's a new site standing up for the pro-leave, patriotic majority. Are you bored? Sick and tired of the mainstream media? Time for something new. Time for something fresh. Time for politics with personality. Westmonster.com. Politics with personality. Make sure you get your daily dose of Brexiteer news at westmonster.com. 
If you're in business, I bet you hate wasting money. We Do Taxi Tops can help you achieve minimum wastage on your advertising costs and maximum exposure. Our revolutionary taxi tops can target your potential customers in the right place at the right time. So your message has the greatest potential for making an impact. We Do Taxi Tops. Visit wedoh.com. We Do. The smarter, quicker way of advertising in London. Supporting London businesses of all sizes. Brilliant. I've finally quit. It feels good. I feel like I've got my life back. It's an amazing feeling when you stop smoking. For free support tools, search online for NHS Smoke Free. I have to tell you, Crystal Palace, spectacular. Really great. Shiny. 558 AM. Love Sport. Love Sport. With 7OTB.com. Play your way to one million pounds. I've never seen someone run as fast uh, like <laughs> through the studios as DR. I mean, literally, you just, you, I don't know. You look like a cross between a grandfather and a burglar. Get a bit of your trousers back on, mate. <laughs> <laughs> just dragging behind him. Um, let's, should we look at 7OTB? Sorry, I've just noticed Steve Parrish's face on there. Oh, there he uh, is. He looks significantly he's, he's aged somewhat. Oh, he is. He's in his 50s. He is he that. really? Doesn't look it, does he? Doesn't. No? Very good looking man. Let's have a look at 7OTB. <laughs> Let's have a look at some of uh, your picks for this weekend. Don't forget, you've got until 2.45 on Saturday to, um, to, to to pick out your selections, to make your selections uh, for this weekend's fixtures. Do you know what we could really do with Spanish Flea right now, can't we? <laughs> You'll have a love a bit of Spanish <laughs> Flea, mate. <laughs> so it's, it's six wins and a draw, right? Uh, yes, it is six wins and a draw uh, from all. Well, from from all the leagues in England and in Scotland, not the Highland leagues, though. <laughs> no, it's being consistent. Yeah. I know about the Highland leagues. I was going to go for Brora, <laughs> Bucky Thistle. I've uh, I've got a bet on for top scorer in the. Oh, it's, it worked if I knew the league they were playing in. It was going to be on one of the Chipolina brothers. Oh yes, Phil Chipolina. <laughs> Phil Chipolina. <laughs> He's the illegitimate one. <laughs> he is. <laughs> Phil Chipolina. The Chipolina brothers are just the epitome of football. Do you know what I'm going to do? I'm thinking I'm going to go and get some Lincoln Red Imps tickets. I'm going to go pop over and watch them on my holidays. You do it, mate. You Absolutely know. do it. Get yeah. get a selfie with the Chipolina. No, I want, I want a signed shirt. Yeah, I want right. a Chipolina right. shirt. Hang, hang on the wall in the love sport history. Mate, I will. <laughs> Trust me. I will. Let's take a look at some of your pics. Uh, DR, what are you thinking? What do you mean, what am I thinking? About picks, your picks. Come on, what are you doing? So you've got to pick six to win, one to draw. Okay, between... Oh, in all the leagues. I've been Come running. On, I've, be, oh, I've been running. Should I, I, I do so, so I'm looking at the Premier League, right? Mm. So you don't want to take any risks. So you don't want to go with... with I mean, Arsenal City, risk game, right? In my view. Liverpool, West Ham. I, I think that's got a Liverpool win written all over it, and I'm going yeah. with it. Home win. That's pick number one. Southampton Burnley risk game Wolverhampton Wanderers Everton risk game B- B- Bournemouth Cardiff home win it's pick two <laughs> Fulham Palace seriously risk game never bet on your own team never bet against your own team uh, either well exactly well unless we're playing Newcastle because I always seem to win anyway Karen. Uh, Huddersfield Chelsea risk game you wouldn't think it, would you? But Chelsea, all over the shop. Got down, you have to give them a few uh, have a few weeks of the season yeah. before I give anything on that. And Watford, Brighton. I, I cannot be trusted to not be biased there. So only two picks for me for the Premier League. Mm, Liverpool and Bournemouth. Exactly. Yeah, let's drop, we're dropping into the Championship. Dropping into the Championship. Let's do it. So Derby leads big risk game, but I think Leeds will win it. 
and I'm going to go with away win. Leeds. Leeds. Super Leeds. Fantastic. <laughs> go on. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, Villa Wigan. I'm going to go with risk game there because we're going to we're going to started well. <laughs> Blackburn Rovers Millwall risk game. Risk just, game. Just quick question: What is not risk? <laughs> like every risk hey, game. Just pay attention and you'll learn play. something. <laughs> exactly. Bolton Wanderers Bristol City. The double B's risk game. I'm not messing with that, mate. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> Middlesbrough Birmingham. We're all right. It's a Borough home win. You going for that? Yeah, for up the yeah. Norwich West Brom. I mean, if there's ever a risk game, <laughs> it's, Norwich. <laughs> it's Norwich West Brom. You just don't know what you're going to get with either of them. No, mate. Uh, Forest Reading. You know, Reading poor team. We know they're a poor team. Forest started off all right, couple of draws, but I've got enough. I've not got enough data. Risk game. <laughs> 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 QPR Sheffield United. Risk game written all over that one. Not even a bother. Uh, Rotherham Ipswich. New era for Ipswich. Rotherham useless. Away win. Oh, so, so you've go. got your six wins. I've actually five winners. I've got one more to go. Sheffield Wednesday. No, all, whoa, whoa, whoa. no chance. You've got, you've got six winners there. I haven't. So I've got Ipswich. Yeah, Forest. Uh, I did. Did you say Forest? No. Oh, uh, well, no, okay, 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 that, that was that was that was, that was a risk. Di- I didn't was have enough data. Game? That was a risk game. That was a risk game. <laughs> lack of data. Lack Sorry of data. That. Yeah, that was a risk game. <laughs> That's right, mate. So Swansea, Preston, risk game. Stoke City, Brentford, risk game. So let's delve into League One now. I'll try and wrap this up as quick as I can. <laughs> but I'm not messing about. If there's a risk game, mate, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> AFC Wimbledon, Coventry City, risk game. Go on the Wombles. Blackpool, Portsmouth. Portsmouth away win oh, got me winners so now I've got to go back to my draw do you know where I'm going to go for my draw go on I'm going to pop back into the Premier League there get myself down to Southampton Burnley draw all I've got to do now is pick my banker do you know what my banker's going to be it's not Liverpool it's not it's going to be Bournemouth Cardiff it's going to be Bournemouth to win and That's- that is not a risk game Hambo no risk game mate Hambo you, you could be one more step away from a million pound what would you buy if you want a million pound uh, some uh, uh, I don't know, I think I'd buy myself a new car a uh, mutton up, rollery up, 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 mutton uh, rollery upgrade the Jag you know Hitch the Jag, hitch yeah, the mutton yeah. rollery onto the back of the Jag. Wade Rooney style hair transplants, nice. just, just for fun. I don't nice. really, not vain, but I just think it'd be amusing just to see what I'd look like hair for a while. Grow a mullet. Oh, that's going to be dreaming about that. All the front night. says <laughs> I'm serious. The back says let's party. Exactly. Did I just say they've uh, they've told me on the uh, the app here where, yeah. I've, where I've made my selections that if I pick my six teams to win, it'd be 108 to one. Brilliant. Uh, if I picked my six in the draw, three hundred sixty-nine to one. There you go. That's it. Great. Seven best bets. Eight thirty-four. We'll be talking to Jack Collins next. Oh sh! Kim Jong Un is turning heel and becoming a madman again. The odds with seven best bets. Please gamble responsibly. Hi, it's Liam from 7bestbets.com. The championship is well and truly underway, and we're going to take a look at the premiership. Man United to beat Leicester, Spurs to win away at Newcastle, Chelsea to beat Huddersfield, and Liverpool to beat the Hammers. £10 returns you £60.91p. Those are the odds with 7bestbets.com. The odds with seven best bets. Please gamble responsibly. The Love Sport Fan Shows. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's all fun and games. We have more fun. We have more fun in the breaks, don't we? Than we do on there. Sorry, people, you miss all. It's, of that. it's the way you just said. Can he do you and Tom? <laughs> <laughs> I had the biggest crush on him when I was at Did school. You? Hey, I get yeah. to work with him on a Sunday the morning. The only time I've ever He's had great. a crush on a ginger. Weekdays and Sunday from seven pm. The opposition view 
on Love Sport. Yeah, it's Love Sport Reddit. And chaps, guess what? What, what, what? Fulham have signed another player. Ah. <laughs> what, what are they doing? <laughs> they have signed Do they, another Are they fielding player. two teams this year? Is that I have player? no idea. But Andre Frank, Zambu and Guissa uh, has joined Fulham subject to him receiving a work permit. Uh, the 22-year-old has spent a five-year deal with the Whites. Uh, I mean, an undisclosed fee, we reckon around £25 million. One man that would be able to shed some more light is Jack Collins, also known as the Harry Bow Kid. He's from the Fulhamish Podcast. All right, Jack. All right, mate. How you doing? Yeah, very well, thanks, pal. What a day for you. Nuts, isn't it? This kind of thing doesn't happen to clubs like us, does it? It's one of those really strange ones where it all seemed a bit surreal. And I actually, I posted on the BBC website earlier, being like, I expect to have three or four more through the door by the end of play. And they laughed at me. You know, they said, they were like, oh, not expecting much, are you? But, you know, it felt like it was going to be a good day. And it was a good day. I mean, how many of these players that you've brought in today do you expect to actually see starting and, and, and playing against Palace on, uh, on, on Saturday? One. One. I expect Joe Bryan to start a left-back. Uh, I think that's probably it. Sergio Rico might start, but I'd be shocked if they didn't give the gloves to Fabri on, on Saturday. But I do think that he'll start a left-back because we're so short in that position and it frees up players to play elsewhere. I mean, Jack, what's the best bit of business you, you've done this summer then? Looking at that squad, you know, there's a lot of players that have been brought in. You know, two goalkeepers, defenders through, through the midfield and then into attack as well. Who do you look at and think, yeah, you know what, they're going to be the difference? Barry, I think. Uh, and I think you'll find that from most fans. There's a lot of people talking about bringing back Mitrovic being such a key because he's so vocal to our system. But bringing in a player of Serie's quality is such a statement of intent. And you look at the clubs that were linked with him, all of those things. And, you know, we've talked over before, so I'm not going to go into the entire details. But I think bringing a player of that calibre into the midfield, and if he really clicks with the players around him, I think he could take Fulham you know, to the next level and he could be that difference. Especially because, you know, he's a set-piece taker. You know, all those things that, you know, Fulham aren't very good at corners traditionally. So bringing someone in that's good at corners and good at free kicks and has that delivery and that whip is so crucial to us scoring goals and you can't win games without scoring goals. Hello, mate. It's Chris here. I've just got a couple of questions for you. So, sensible question first. Um, Of the 4,500 players you've signed, how many of them have you you seen play? How how many of them are known quantities to you? Most of them, I'd say. I've seen, you know, in varying degrees, but obviously, but... You know, I've seen most of them play. I wasn't, I wasn't too hot on, on Maxime Le Marchand. I saw him playing a bit, but I watched, you know, not that much Serie A last year and, and not Serie A Ligue 1 last year. And you know, I haven't seen too much of Anguissa. I, I saw him play, you know, a couple of times in Marseille in the in the bigger games and obviously in the Europa League final where he made that crucial mistake to let Griezmann in. But yeah, on, on the whole, I, I've watched most of them play. So knowing what you you know there. Um, have you got any concerns at all about the, 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 just the fact it's such a radical overhaul of players? Um, we were talking a lot about, although with different quality, to be completely fair to you, just about what happened with Palace when we got promoted with Holloway. We, we bought 14 players and absolutely destroyed our team spirit and all the momentum we'd brought, brought with us. And until we actually started playing the players that got us there, uh, we, we couldn't win a game. Uh, have you got any concerns on that side? Yeah, of, of course. There's always going to be that 
you know, in the back of your head, is there going to be any cohesion? Is there going to be any squad depth? And a lot of the run last year was down to the fact that the boys all seemed to get on so well and they hung out off the pitch, they hung out on the pitch. But from what I've been seeing, and, you know, it's only a snapshot of the lives you get from social media and things, but the new signings seem to be embedding well. You know, that that's a start. Again, we, we have kind of brought in players that make sense. We brought in a lot of players from France, for example, who... We'll be able to. There's already a massive French cohesion unit in the squad. You know, the look of like the likes of Kamara and Adoy, who's obviously Belgian but speak French. And you know, there's that. And we we've kind of tied into that a little bit. You imagine that Joe Bryan will tug in with the you know the English and the Scottish lads a little bit. And I think that you know that's part of it. Obviously, there's always going to be a bit of a worry that they're not going to gel. They're not going to connect. But I also think that Slav's ruthless enough that if those players aren't playing well and they're not connecting, he'll drop them. He's not afraid to you know, make those decisions and, and put players in that he trusts and knows. And I think that if they don't, you know, we don't see that kind of immediate cohesion in the squad. He won't be afraid to, to chop and change it. Well, well, on that, if you look at, uh, we were talking earlier about Bettinelli and I asked Aaron, you know, what, what's Bettinelli done to deserve to be dropped? And Aaron's view was 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 very little. I mean, ask you the same question, you know, because obviously that's another way you can kind of damage team spirit is to go and buy supposed quality, but again, forget about what what the people that brought you there bring to the team. So, so Bettinelli and goal, you, you know, you've signed two keepers. So, is is he really that? Is he that much of a concern? But you you got a feel for him, but at the same time, I'm not massively convinced that Marcus Bettinelli is a Premier League quality keeper. Uh, and I and quite happily say that I, I think that he was, you know, excellent for us last season at points. You know, behind a back four that didn't particularly give away that many chances. And there's only a few occasions I was saying this earlier where I think he actively won us points. And in a, in the Premier League, we're going to need keepers that win you points. You know, that make that crucial save in the last minute. That you know, those kind of things that that change games. And you know, it's harsh to you know, take out those players, the heroes that got you there. And I completely appreciate that point. But at the same time, you know, we haven't got time to be, you know, losing six months of games, basically, because our keeper isn't up to scratch. And I think that you've just got to bite the bullet in that one. I think one day, Marcus Fettinelli might be a Premier League keeper, but he's still young. He's still learning. He needs more time, maybe another season of the championship on loan. You know, we see that Sergio Rico's come in on a year loan deal. So I don't think that, I think that Marcus has a future at this club, massively. But I'm not sure if he's ready yet for the Premier League. Hi, mate. It's Theo. Um, just looking ahead to the game on Saturday, what can, uh, what can we expect from Fulham in terms of playing style? And uh, who's your biggest threat? Well, Jukanovic isn't going to change his style, I don't think. You know, we're, we've experienced that kind of out-from-the-back passing football where we try to, you know, draw teams onto us and then hit them you know, where, with like a quick sort of build-up play through the transitions and into the final third, I think we'll see more of the same. I honestly don't think that Slavisa is going to change his tactics, you know, for most teams. You know, we might not see it as much at City away, but Palace at home, I very much expect us to dominate the ball, to, you know, to try and get our hold on the game and, and look to, you know, really control it from, from the outset. You know, obviously, you look at Mitch, you have to look at Mitrovic as our biggest threat. You know, he's he come in last season, he scored... 12 goals in 18 games and, and really did make a difference for us at that end of the season. He showed against Celta Vigo that he looked sharp, he looked hot and, and I think that he'll be the you know the main danger man but also you know Sessegnon's going to be pushed further forward with the introduction of Joe Bryan which means he's an attacking threat again uh, and we have already seen what Sherlock can do but if he can you know translate that sort of early pre-season form into the Premier League then I think we've got a real player on our hands. I'm very, really interested to know this because obviously we we're not 
that long ago were a championship side that you know and i from my perspective i found it very very hard to sort of care about what was going on in, in the premier league while my team wasn't in it um so what i want to know from that kind of perspective what what is your current perception of palace and what are you expecting from us well look you know i think the you know, I've watched enough of Palace, but also, you know, Roy Hodgson is a man that, that we know well at Fulham. And, you know, he hasn't changed his systems for a long, long time. He he sets out, you know, a, a strong back, back two. And if, if Tomkins and Sacco, you know, strike up that relationship that they did last season, then they're going to be an extremely formidable pair to get past, you know. And then, you know, it's relying on moments of magic from, from Wilf and maybe from Andros Townsend and, and, and that. So, you know, I'm expecting... I'm expecting it to be tight. I'm expecting it to be, you know, an extremely well-drilled, well-organised team that battle hard for possession uh, and, and look to cause problems in the ways that they know they will be able to. Fulham are desperately weak from crosses still. I think that's a problem. Uh, and, and with the kind of height that is in that box, getting into corners and things, I think we might be in a little bit of trouble. But I do expect it to be, you know, a Palace side set up in, in the traditional Hodgson style, if you will. No, you're, you're spot on there. You know, Roy's got his his way of playing, and we'll, we'll, I think what might again, I, I don't, I'm just speculating. But I think what might surprise you is is the possession that we have because we've he's managed to make the transition that De Boer threatened and failed with, uh, but Roy has just somehow almost clandestinely sort of changed us from a counter-attacking team to a side that starts to dominate possession a bit more and yeah. obviously the, the headline grabber funnily enough is, is always Wilf any other players of ours that you know or fear oh absolutely there, uh, you know I think there's danger in a lot of the part but I, again you know I, I'm massively massively into that centre-half pairing I think they're excellent yeah. you know I, and but for me it's Milivojevic uh, and I you know, I massively, massively watched him a lot in Serbia at the World Cup. I think he's a fantastic, fantastic midfielder. I love the way he sort of, you know, is able to just shrug off opponents, hold possession in the centre. He always seems to find the pass. Uh, and for me, he's a top quality player. And, you know, I, I know that it's not going to, Fulham aren't going to have it all their own way, not just in this game, but obviously in the Premier League. But in terms of, you know, I think we will try and dominate possession. But, you know, players like Milivojevic are going to make that far more difficult than it ever has been in the Championship. Yeah, sure. Jack, thank you very much for joining us this evening, pal. Thank um, you. Best of luck to Fulham and Palace this week. And all I hope is that there's a lovely cake at halftime for young Royston <laughs> in the middle of the pitch. It's Jack Collins from the Fulhamish Podcast. 8.45, we've got your four-word previews next. I don't know what it's like to make others miserable. Ask Nicky Campbell instead. This is Love Sport. The Fan Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Play your way to one million pounds. London's lunchtimes have just got tastier. He's a familiar face and isn't afraid to chat about the right stuff. Kevin O'Sullivan on Love Sport. Weekdays from 1. This is Lionel, another very happy person who saved themselves money at a spokesmansaid.com. I'm Lionel from Peacehaven. I took note of what the spokesman said and I saved £484 per year on my energy. I found a spokesman said was so easy to follow and it saved me £484 pounds on my energy and I would recommend everybody does the same. A getting real people, real savings. Compare home energy quotes from the UK's biggest suppliers to find out if you can save money. Compare, switch and save with a spokesmansaid.com. Fighting for you, saving you money. 7bestbets.com. If you are looking for good odds with a simple to use app, visit 7bestbets.com. As a new customer, you will receive great welcome offers. 
We cover all sports, as well as an online casino and full range of virtual sports. If that's not enough, regular customers benefit from loyalty bonuses too. 7bestbets.com. Please gamble responsibly. Visit GamblerWare for more details. St John Ambulance, the volunteers who help make sport happen across the nation. I volunteer for St John Ambulance because this is my chance to give something back to the community and with my training help save lives. We have saved lives by saving five fans that have had cardiac arrests at the Brian Hove Albion Stadium. Look, 50% off bed sheets and these towels. Why is everything floral? Because she likes flowers. Who? Mum, she's staying with us until her extension's built. Are you joking? I told you last week. You didn't. With up to 70% off big brands, 20 restaurants and a nine-screen cinema, you're guaranteed to get more than you bargained for at London Designer Outlet. Savings for all the family? Hello, LDO. Find us in Wembley Park. See website for details. Savings on RRP. It's only for three months. We don't have time for people that don't stand on the right of the escalator, okay? No time. Such losers who do that. Stand on the right, okay? Love sports. The Fan Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results. Win seven figures. It's time for the most romantic football feature on radio. That's right. It's the return of the full word preview. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's just say uh, a big good evening to the master of ceremonies, the master of love this evening. Do you want to just come closer to the mic? Good evening. <laughs> I'm sorry, the uh, the cough wasn't part of the sexiness. It just happened. But I'm feeling good. Feeling. How, how, how you been? You had a good deadline day, mate. It's been amazing. I can't uh, I can't get enough. And uh, I, 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 I just I'm just looking forward to the, to the new season with a with a sense of wonder and. Uh, I'm lustful for it. Are you feeling sensual? Oh, so sensual. <laughs> I mean, I started to, to lose the sensualness as I said the word sensual because I was laughing, but super sensual, mate. You, you, you've got some forward previews, haven't you? Certainly have. Let's hit them, bring down the bed a bit. Let's go over the forward previews. Matthew Harrison. Seeking lovely cottage getaway. <laughs> I bet you are, Matthew, you saucy devil. Richard Evans, fill their goal net. I, 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 like, I like the use of goal net. Creative. Yeah. I mean, do we say that? Goal net? All right. So, Paul Beard. Good name. Beardy. Good Beardy. Beardo. He says, please, God, don't lose. Sorry about uh, the noise there, but uh, it was in capitals, so I had to shout. Of course. It's just the rules. Tim Warren has just gone with craving a flying start. <laughs> it can happen with uh, with a man of advanced years, I find. Uh, Paul Holland, helpful and regret promotion. Too sensible. Rob Wynn, lay low, craven foe. Can I, I'm going to give Rob a r- round of applause there. That is much cleverer than any of us deserve. <laughs> well done, Rob. <laughs> Saucy beast. <laughs> Aaron Paul. I don't know who that guy is. Speroni is my king. Just obsessed, mate. Just get over it. Honestly. Someone hat my account. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Richard Evans says, Can someone please remind me what time the show is on? I'm currently looking at the website trying to find out. Seven till nine. Seven till nine. <laughs> Every Thursday. Uh, Lovesportradio.com via the app. 
Colin James Sexton. That's a, a fantastic sensual name there, Colin. Fight right, white fright. <laughs> it's good. I mean, Fulham of the Whites. You fight right. Yeah. Yeah. Keith Madge Diamond, one of my favourites. Cottage turns red and blue. He's, he's really got creative with the four words there. You can tell he's thought about that one. So his uh, his ten-year-old son Theo. Whoa, 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 whoa! This is a, an adult only zone. It, it is an adult, but Theo. I mean, no, as ne- <laughs> do you know what? I ne- I'm not going to stop myself. I'll I'll tell you later what I nearly said. Wrong. <clears throat> So uh, Theo has gone with Eagles Eat Cottage Pie. It's Ooh, good. It's good. Very good. For, yeah. for ten as well. Yeah, I'll give nice one. Uh, well done, well done there, Theo. And also the eight-year-old Noah. So Theo's had his go, and Noah says, "Whites back to reality." Well done, Noah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah like that's better than the dads, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, Keith. Not Aaron said that. Adam, Adam Shears. Don't do a Huddersfield. Is that a euphemism? I have no idea, but It can be. You're the one who's just been in Yorkshire. Nick Knack Paddywhack, who's also Nick Gusset, who cannot, cannot stick to one name. <laughs> He's gone with Roy's Boys Roger Cottages. Let's <laughs> 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 got right into the spirit there, haven't you, Nick? And finally, the magnificent Mike Scott. Craven some cottaging success. Oh, yes. (laughs) There you go. Oh, I like that today. That's good. Nice one. Thank you very much for your full web previews. They're back next week. We can just bring the bed down very, very slowly. Fulham versus Crystal Palace, 3 p.m. Saturday. The cottage awaits. Are you guys going? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're seeing that, seeing that, uh, some, some guy got us some tickets, you know what I mean? They're sitting in their way stand, ready for it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> all, all in the away area there. Yes, uh, good. Yeah. Oh, have a look at the old, uh, the old away stand. Look at, look at the away stand with the with our fellow Palace fans. Oh, singing yeah. along with the old songs, waving the scarves and that. Is it going to be one of those ones you'd just be tapping along? I think so. I think there might be some uh, some sort of... Uh, I, I definitely believe there'll be some video content from during the game that should be entertaining. Uh, We're in enemy line. <laughs> yes, it... DR's gone to get water. Can I say, one of my favourite things ever was uh, was some uh, footage shot from the Amex, where when Palace's first visit there against Brighton, where we won 3-1, mm. absolutely glorious day. Um, and one of the best videos was uh, a guy filming from the Brighton end on his on his mobile as we scored just watching how mad the Palace fans are going and then he just suddenly starts singing along quietly to the tune and tapping as the Brighton fans stream out around him and, you know and it's what, Palace what behind enemy lines we love you we love you we he love was you. indeed yeah. yeah he was going whoa 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 <laughs> just like really quietly under his breath it was just and like because I vividly remember it because like at the end of the obviously all the Brighton fans left after about eight, mm. minute, eight minutes like they do anyway but like right at the end because we just stayed behind literally forever screaming dancing and chanting and all that sort of stuff and then we looked over at the stand and the only thing people left were all the sort of secret pal- the palace fans like jumping around, around. <laughs> so they, they all come steaming over and jumping around in their, their little corner it was That's glorious what we like. that is what we like reminds me of a time where a United fan went into Anfield and, and chucked a nice banner over uh, the cop <laughs> yeah just saying we're back effectively uh, you, you said come back with 20 here we are um, yeah 
How's it going to go down, gents? Uh, it's, it's, a, it's the Roy mm. reunion on his birthday week as well. I hope he'll still have the summer collection out, can I just say? Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's that, looks so cash. Because he looks like he's, he's been to a real good gentleman's out there. <laughs> you know the ones that just say, I haven't got that in, in the chino, I've got it in the jean. They don't say jeans, they say, I've got it in the jean. <laughs> the jean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, the singular jean. <laughs> you know, just, I've, I, there's, no, we haven't got that in the chino. No, I'm sorry, Mr. Holchin. We, we do have the cords. <laughs> we, yeah, the, we do have the cords. <laughs> do you reckon he a, seems like a cord kind of guy? I think at home he relaxes in a pair of cords. You got, I love uh, a pair uh, of cords. A button-down shirt showing off a medallion and some chest hair. <laughs> I, I love a cord, though, don't you, though? Of course, yeah, we all love a cord. We're not allowed to say it, but we do. Love cords. Is there anything better than you can make the sound where you drag your nails across it, like, like side to side? It just feels great. Just, just like, feel, they feel yeah, great. Yeah. Sorry, Dio. You don't remember. Anyway, Steve. <laughs> uh, let's talk Fulham versus Palace. Let's have some score predictions, some scorers predictions. Let's go. Ooh, two one Palace. Actually, no, no, two nil. Two nil, eh? Um, I was going to go with that. I think uh, I'll just I'll just go with the with the one nil Palace. I I, I think we're going to be too strong for Fulham at this stage. I think they made some great signings. I think by the end of the season we'll see them reaping the benefits of that uh, by remaining a Premier League club but I think we're better than people think we are I think it's going to be one of those ones where everyone's got to see how Fulham get on on the day first and then make their judgment I'm going for a 2-2 you know I think they've got, I th- I'm going for Desmond I think they've got some brilliant firepower going forward Fulham uh, I think so the Palace you know Wilf will be on fire and Wilf is a very 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 dangerous man uh, I see it going down to a 2-2 DR Hambo, enjoy the game, gents. Don't sure. get into any trouble. <laughs> back in the nest is back, uh, back next Thursday from 7pm. It's Love Sport Radio talking all things transfers next. Uh, have a great evening, Thursday. Uh, Thursday have a great Thursday evening, Palace fans. It's time for the news, which is basically the bit where the presenter goes to the toilet. Can you save money on your car insurance? Chris did with a little help from a spokesman said.com. Getting real people, real savings. I'm Chris from Leicestershire, a truck driver. I went on a spokesman set, which was very easy to use for an old kit like myself. And the £300 savings enabled me to take my granddaughter to Pontins on holiday. Find quotes from over 100 leading insurance providers at a spokesman said.com. Real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with a spokesman said.com. Fighting for you, saving you money. It's the debate that will rage on for years and years. Who would make the England Test Team's greatest Test eleven On Thursday, 27th of September, at the London Hilton on Park Lane, join Andrew Strauss, Mike Atherton, Henry Blofeld and Mark Nicholas as they lead everyone through a lively debate and discussion. The evening will be hosted by Chris Cowdery and will include the chance for you to have your say on who will make the legendary England Test eleven. For more information, visit lordtaverners.org forward slash events to find out more. How to play seven of the best. Register for free. Pick six winners and a draw from the English and Scottish Football Leagues. No need for correct scores. Just six wins and one draw. You could win a million pounds and it's free. Just visit seven of the best and register. It's free to play and could make you a millionaire. Why not play with your mates as there are weekly prizes for the best player and best team. Plus bragging rights if you beat your mates. 
Visit sevenofthebest.com and register to play. I can think of a million reasons to enter, and not one reason not to. Visit Seven of the Best to enter. You love your sport, but it can be a pain organising it. Endless phone calls, emails and text messages, organising players and collecting money can all be a headache. What you need is Teamer.net, the free sports app that'll help you manage your team's events, communicate effectively as a team, and now you can collect money simply and securely via Teamer payments. Relied upon by 2 million members, Teamer is available for free on desktop, Android and iPhone. Yes, yeah, Love Sport Radio, good evening. 8.59 across the capital, I'm talking all things transfers now. With Baba Watson, we're going to be talking to Ricky Sachs from Spurs. Last word on Spurs, talking to Jacob Colshaw about Watford and talking EFL with Sam Avery. All that and more to come. Approaching nine o'clock, it's Love Sport. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.